Welcome to the E3 2014. Yeah. That that's exact that is the I could not put it better than what <laughs> Gaming Jesus, Mark McDonald, just did. Hello. Who's Crossover also here, here, along with John John Riccardi from 84. Hello. Double Johns. It is the Super 84 First for Gamers. Polygon Michael McWhorter is here. Ah, hi. Hi. You don't have a nickname for me? Hi. <laughs> That's Mark's thing. Mm. Yeah, I know. Mm. Uh, what could you know? We'll work on it. Do you want to? No. Do you want to? You it's don't want not, a nickname. You're better. Not, off we don't even have a name for the podcast, so nicknames are on the second tier. But it is super the podcast power hour. Eight four times first in polygonal letters. Yes. Ex uh, plus alpha DLC available now from Capcom. <laughs> Twenty fourteen Superfest. Superfest. Garnet. John Davison. Hello. As well. John plus Davison. alpha. Plus alpha. alpha. Ex plus alpha. Turbo. Turbo. John Davison wearing a Garnet Lee uh, name tag. Oh, yeah. I forgot you put that on my <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for someone to come and be like, who the fuck are you? Mm. <laughs> what is that? Why is we that were just, We were just at a very dry dinner. <laughs> that was a very dry dinner. Well, no, it's not. I mean, bits of it were dry. I, so, I was very lucky where I was. People sitting. who are listening to the A4 podcast might be a little bit confused about what's going on right now, right? JJ, we That's true. It. We yeah. try to, we, we're like, we are the Dark Souls of podcasts, as we've been called. <laughs> we just kind of throw you in, oh, and wow. then you, like, suffer through it for about an hour, mm -hmm. and you slowly figure out what's going on. It's like your first beer. But if we, we can make a Dark Souls, we can be the Dark Souls 2 of podcasts and explain stuff. Um, for, Give them campfires. Yeah, this Way is the first. necessary bosses. Yeah. You yeah. can warp between points in the yeah, podcast. This is the first time we've ever recorded off of the motherland soil. This is the is first it? time yes, you really? recorded a uh, no. foreplay in the U.S. How? You have recorded happen? a segment yes. in the U.S. No, I recorded a whole a foreplay in Seattle one time. This is the second one, so though, second. and that doesn't make it any less. Uh, you guys were very <laughs> we excited by that idea, but it's still very rare. So we're sloppy seconds. But you know, so we're sloppy I'm seconds. Say, Gunnett and I have never done one of our shows while being in the same room together. Wow! Oh, yeah, yeah. We have not. We have We've not always been doing it on Google Hangout, which is okay, but it's yeah. not. It's, it's, not it's not as good as being. You can pat each other on the back and high five. There's touching. There's arm when you want to stress. A there's no subtle touching. Yeah. There's no and subtle you, touching. And you can't gaze into each other's eyes properly over a webcam because you have to look at the camera and then you can't see the person. <laughs> that is right. not what they told me on that three-dollar <laughs> sex cam. <laughs> So they swore it was just like the real thing. I have to ask really you guys. Helped. So Garnett and John, first for gamers. Yes. I noticed Garnett's name came first. Was that a conversation <laughs> that happened? Or no, that's <laughs> way, actually not my question. My question was that your first three podcasts I was looking on iTunes happened like on three consecutive days, and then now you're weekly, right? Oh no, I posted them on three. We okay. did them separately. I was but like, I didn't but so the first one we did is a test. Okay. Just to see if it would work, yeah. which was and then dismal. We, yeah, and it was and it was okay. <laughs> it was dismal. Uh, we like, were, dismal. Let's go weekly. Yeah. We, yeah. It, it was weird doing and Google Hangouts didn't want to play nice with us and yeah. And yeah so what I ways. ended up doing is we did a bunch on YouTube just as live hangouts just to see if anyone liked it, and then everyone was like, "You need to put this out as audio." So I uploaded them all at the same time. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. And now we do, now the audio goes out every Thursday. You see, John lost his Chicago manual style. And he forgot that when you're doing a sequence, you're supposed to put these shorter words ahead of the longer words. So it should actually be John. It is John and Garnet. Well, that's what oh, should be. So yeah. if you see it, it's the right way then. Because he has Garnet on games. Yes. So we did John and Garnet. But this right. is some real, like, fapping right now. This is some <laughs> fucking podcast 
ass fapping bullshit. Right. Okay, let's we go. Should, let's we get talk about started. games and stuff. That would be a good idea. Yes, Anyone seen any? Is while we're here. That's why we have Mike McWhorter here. Is because <laughs> he's actually what, seen am games. I the only one who saw games. Yeah, we're just all going to ask you questions about games. That was E3. So how was E3? <laughs> uh, E3 was is all right. You know, there's a lot of games there. Um, I know you probably had me on to talk about one thing in particular. Well, there's that, uh, that's and that's not the only reason. <clears throat> that's obviously Captain Toad Treasure Tracker. Yeah. Um, which is maybe, I know you were a big fan of it from yeah. Mario 3D World. Yeah. And um, I mean. Everyone wants to know what your take is on Toad. Yeah, know, Ca- so just... Captain Toad, uh, have you guys seen this? Are you familiar with Captain Toad Treasure Tracker? familiar, yeah. Yeah, so the, the... I think he's actually making this up as he's going. He's so, not, he's, yeah, it's, it's actually true. a real yeah, thing. So one cool. of the better parts of uh, Super Mario 3D World is there are the Captain Toad side missions. And, yep. and Nintendo has opted to turn that into a full game. And... Um, it's you know it's pretty good. It is essentially that. It's like very short levels. Um, You're really manipulating. It's all about looking turning, at the viewpoints. Miyamoto like that described old... it as a garden in a box, and it's little isometric puzzles that you basically have to solve by moving Toad around. And and uh, the only other thing that's new about it, I guess, is that they have minecart levels. I don't think those were in Super Mario 3D World. Never Not saw as far one. as I got. Yeah. But they you know you're on a minecart and you use the Wii U gamepad to. Uh, Look around and, and throw turnips at stuff. As and I know that's not really do. why you were going to ask me. That's not the game you were going to ask me about. But, no, that's yeah. not. And but Captain Toad Treasure Tracker is, is some real good Joking stuff. aside, yeah. that looks, like, looks really good. Yeah, I'm really, really excited about it. A lot of people of played fun. those levels in that game and like, I want a full game of this. It's yeah. right up there with Splatoon. Uh, Splatoon. Splatoon. Oh, sorry. Splatoon. Splatoon is something different. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah I played some Splatoon as mm. well. Um, as did we. We did as well, yeah. That's what did you think? I really liked it. I thought it was really fun. I don't know that the uh, I don't know that a lot of my friends are going to end up playing it, which is kind of the unfortunate part about it. But mm-hmm. as a new idea, the mechanics really are super well thought out and great. Yeah. So do you guys know the game? It's like you're shooting paint. You're one of two sides. You're shooting paint everywhere. Kind of reminded me, gave me that Portal Two vibe on the paint. You shoot it, you're shooting it constantly and splattering on. Or Super surfaces. Mario Sunshine is what I Sunshine. Like I think was more what I would channel than I did. I didn't get the Portal thing. That's interesting. Well, just well later just reminded me of how the, it looks. You know, the, right, right. The, the whole chain, yeah. 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 Just reminded me how it looks when it splatters on walls. Anyway, mm-hmm. and uh, so you are shooting at other people, but that's almost like a secondary thing. You are trying to hit the other team and make them respawn back at the spawn point, but mostly you're just. Trying to coat as much as you can of the level with your color, and is that the win mechanic that you yes. you paint in the most? mode we played anyway? Yes. I don't even. There may be other modes. There was but only the one... one mode I think here, yeah, and right. that was it. It go it counts up the percentage of the map. It doesn't add up to a hundred because you don't you don't get the whole map. surface right, on the so. map, but so it, it adds up who did what, and then it shows you you know your ranking based on points that you get on killing people and and doing other stuff. There's, you know, bombs that explode into paint. There's, like, a mega weapon you get after accruing so much points that, um, so many points that shoots, like, a tornado of um, paint that kind of coats every surface and it kills anyone in its path. But, Mark, like, the thing about this game for me is this is one of those Nintendo games that transcends the description of the mechanics. Like, we can right. break down the mechanics and be like, oh, it's got this and this, it does, like, you know, a tornado effect. Yeah. But at the end of the time, when you play the... It's like, this is one of those games, is a Nintendo game, because as you start playing it, you immediately just start having fun with it. Yeah. It's like, you. you it's so... You look at someone playing and you think, 
am I really going to have fun doing that? Because I don't know. It looks a little strange. And then you play it and, and you walk away and you go, you know what? I want to play, I want to play more of that yeah. because that was really fun. Well, the swimming, I think the swimming mechanic is, is what really makes it. Totally. Yeah. When you turn into the squid, you, yeah. you're hidden and you have to do it to refill your paint. But you're just like, really like the feeling of you're shooting around, you're much faster, you're going off of ramps and stuff like that. But it just really works. As a game, it really works to have yeah. a lot of fun. It, it has that Nintendo spark to it, yep. which is weird because it doesn't look like a spark game at first. You're like, what? What am I doing here? It's got a, the, the, all the controls to it, the feel of it. It does not control like your normal third-person shooter, though, which took yeah, me a second. Not at all. So the, the, the tilt controls were, was something I had a little bit of an issue with. Like, Same I here. Got, I got yeah. hung up on that a few times. I kept forgetting to use that, basically. Yeah. And I'd be just like shooting down, and then the girl would be like, if you shoot, you know, if you angle it up, you're going to get more range and so forth. And I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot that you're essentially moving the, the gamepad around in front of you to, you know, ang- to angle your shots. Left and I, right, I, you can do with the right stick, but up and down, I think you have to do... I, 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 I heard, and, you know, so Jeff Gertzman from Giant Bomb said that you could turn that off, that you could turn... Oh, really? Oh, okay. I haven't tested that myself, and when I played it, it was like in a real rush. Right. Uh, but I would probably turn that off if I, I would could. Too. Yeah. Because it was just a little awkward. Yeah. Uh, and that was kind of the same thing with Star Fox uh, that they showed earlier this week. It's kind of like. So I still haven't seen. I, I have not seen that. Like, it's I, weird it's, being, being here, but people listening to this have probably seen a lot yeah. more. Than I have, but if you don't mind, like what what did they show of Star Fox? What did they say? Uh, yeah, so it's not it's not on the show floor. Right. They just had some event earlier this week where they where they showed it, and um, so it's Star Fox. It's like a like the most rudimentary Star Fox uh, experience you could have. It's really unfinished. <clears throat> You're basically just flying an R, R- wing around uh, on rails or no no open. it's for like free flight. You okay. know you can. You can move around with the the left and right analog sticks, and you can aim with the with the gamepad. So it's like the same tilt controls, or similar tilt controls as in um, as in Splatoon. But yeah, it's like you control the R wing, or you control the Landmaster tank. Mm-hmm. Um, they've added a, a helicopter that deploys this little robot that's on a tether. So you basically drop the the robot down from the the bottom of the helicopter, and then he can kind of zoom around on on the ground and and shoot from his eyes. Um, well. So I think it was really just kind of like a proof of concept, like Star this, Fox. This is might how they work. always roll out Star Fox. Remember the 3DS one was very similar, where you it was literally just this is how Star Fox is going to look in 3D, guys. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. See you in a year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it was real. It was real early and seemed very much like an internal gameplay demo that they showed, and there's a reason they didn't show it in public because right. it's not. It doesn't look good. That makes sense, but. I mean, look, if we're talking about if we're talking about Nintendo next year, though, right? They said within they did say at the live event he said it's in full production right now and it will be out. He said within one year, so that's wow. you know sounds that they must be doing a lot more Strike than they've team. shown so far. But Strike Team Star Fox. Well, they, he said generated. that he said that they are looking to partner with uh, another developer to get it done, and maybe they've actually already done that. And yeah, they must have. I heard that, too, months, but then yeah. he actually said it's in production it's in, in Japan, so it's like, okay, on one, one of the or lives, the other. One of the Nintendo live streams, right, I didn't hear what... Wasn't that somebody translating for somebody? Um, somebody translating for Miyamoto or something? Bill, yeah. Was it Bill? So, mm. um, but yeah, so I, I didn't get clear on that, but it make, if it's coming out in a year, they must somebody must be chugging on it. Right? Look, we're yeah. talking about Nintendo. What everyone wants to know is Smash Brothers. So did did anybody here stop by the tournament yesterday by any chance? No, I, I checked out. I checked out and played the game today, but I did not okay. go to the tournament. So I, we played the game too, and I'm totally not a Smash Brothers guy. I didn't even realize until afterwards I was playing it with the GameCube controller. They yeah. have the GameCube controllers that are hooked right up. there. 
which they'd announced that adapter, and it just didn't really dawn on me kind of how weird that is. That they're but like, then you naturally pick up the GameCube controller. You're like, oh, I'm playing Smash Brothers. Okay, oh, that's right. This is Wii, but I'm right. using a GameCube controller. It's just oh, whatever. Weird to me though. In theory, that it's like well, that's where yeah, the last two games were played, right? As people use the GameCube controllers yeah. on both of them, right. basically. But like, imagine. I don't know. Like, it just seems weird to me. It's like, yeah, this, this, here's this game. It's better on Atari 2600 controller. Like, so, <laughs> like, you have to go back two generations to our old controller. In other words, it's, it's Halo right. 5, but I'm going to give you the Duke. Yeah, no, exactly. Right. <laughs> and, um, I mean, I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it's great. And I don't pretend to understand the Smash community. Yeah. Exhibit A, we were there at the at the we stopped by the um, the tournament and people were going nuts. It was amazing. It was a really, it was cool, really cool experience. Yeah, they had these placards. They had they were basically like calendars that you got when you walked in, and they had like the ten characters or whatever they had on display. And then they would ask uh, the audience. Your boy uh, Jeff Keeley, uh, Mike was there, and he would ask <laughs> your, your ask boy. The, um, you should see the look that Mike just gave him. Was like, my, what the hell are you talking about? He would ask the audience who they did like a fan favorite uh, uh, thing. I think the audience was choosing which characters that people would use or whatever, and then people would hold up the the placards and like everyone was doing it. The place was really full. Mega Man did his whatever final smash towards the end of that the round. clip is actually like going all over YouTube oh, from is? when we were there and oh, we so saw it. Yeah, that was like the highlight of the tournament it basically. Is, so the announcers are just like, he's man and machine, he's man and robot, he's there because it's like the Final Fantasy <laughs> Summit. It takes ten seconds for it to happen, and it's like Mega Man lining up, and people are just like, their heads are about to explode. Fighting to save the universe or whatever. Yeah, he's like, they blossomed and Surfbot came out. It was just people pretty cool. I gotta say, standing up and fucking cheering and stuff, and you're just like, yeah, and like, what the fuck is going on? Like, it's just people are totally fucking hype on that game, and it was cool to be around. They were smart to do it. I think around E3. But I don't like. So, are you a Smash Bros. guy? Because I need to talk somebody that knows that game. Because I can't. You you need to talk about that game. Seth is the guy who talked to you. Yeah, so I talked to Seth today about it. And here's the thing. I really enjoy that game, but I enjoy the game because, for me, Smash Brothers is is the game I can play that is legit, but I can feel perfectly comfortable not being legit. I can feel perfectly comfortable picking up up and just, like, zerging it, right? Right. Going for ring outs, going for slides, going for power dashes, like, all those things that might be cheap. Right. In another game, but are part of Smash because Smash is, Smash is just fun like that. Right. Seth was saying to me that this is a really different version of Smash Brothers. That a lot of the, like, what he called them the analog moves. So the sort of fringe stuff that you could do on a frame by frame basis. Now you're getting like super, like Seth Killing, if you guys don't know, is super in the high end of the fighting game community. And we're talking about frames, we're talking about literally taking down animations and breaking them down to frame-by-frame movement. And what he's talking about in Smash was that there was a space where you could make analog moves that would fit into those animation schemes and give you ways to do really cool things in the game. He said, that's gone. And it really changed the game for him. Sure. But for me as a casual person... I was like, oh, this is really cool. The 3D environments are fun. Yeah. Like, the way I'm moving around through the environments are great. But there's, like, this is really shallow. There's a really jarring graphic moment of, wow, this Wii U stuff. Like, have you seen the Colosseum level for, for Smash Brothers? It just is, it's very jarring how okay the arena part, the, the part where you're in the combat is, but versus the skybox background. The skybox background is... You think it looks simple? 
It's really simple. See, I saw other. I mean, you, there might have been that one particular background that is a simple one. But I was telling Mark, like, I thought some of the backgrounds looked amazing to me. Like, like the the punch out level. The I mean, punch out level looks badass. Looks awesome. You got the, the lights going, and, and the crowd is like, you know, moving around. And like the um, there's like one level where you're like on a plane, the pilot the plane level, and you're like flying. You're almost yeah. getting motion sick just watching the level. Like, there yeah. are some pretty cool backgrounds. And there's really I cool interplay of the ringouts and how they bring the characters back in while you're flying on the plane, which is really cool. So, uh, staying on Smash, so... Could we get a Power Stone, by the way? Could we get a Power Stone? No. Hello, Capcom, could we get a Power no, Stone? We do no. get a Power Stone in, uh, in Dead Rising 3 now. <sighs> Go back in time, <laughs> buy another 200,000 copies of Power Stone 2, and maybe... And they'll make so Power, Stone. Stone. Power Stone 2 was so good! Are you and about... 50 other people. other people thought so. It was so good. Yeah. You played but, it too, didn't you? Yeah, but I, that game to me was too arcadey. Why do I own this at home? It's a great arcade game, but I don't need to own it at home. Like, I'm okay. I'm sorry, Power Stone fans. I know you're out there. It's um, so good. But but uh, back to Smash. So 3DS version still coming first, but not coming as early. <laughs> yeah. As they said, delayed till October, which is like happens on Sakurai projects. Sometimes. Or September in Japan. September in Japan. Okay. Yeah, in other words, Nintendo first. M disappoint. Well, so yeah. they did show a new thing for the 3DS game, which I'm curious if fans got excited about, but it, it's kind of a new idea to me. You're kind of going through a dungeon for five minutes, killing as much stuff as you can, and then that gives you, at, like, by yourself, and that boosts your attributes depending on what you kill, and then you go into an arena and fight other people with those attributes. And they're doing the same thing at the same time in their games. So. Right. That's kind of a weird new thing. I'm curious how that's going to work out. Um, I, played, and then, I played a little of that oh, on cool. Sunday. Uh, that's why you're here. And I'm not, I'm not a Smash Brothers player. Like I, I, That game does not do anything for me, really. Okay, yeah. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, it, it, that was kind of cool. It, you know, you're, you're basically going through these dungeons, and I don't know if they're structured or like uh, like procedurally generated, but you're like fighting weird Nintendo characters. Like you're fighting ghost Pokemon and like characters from Donkey Kong Country, right? And so some some weird stuff. They're but, themed in all, yeah, all these old different Nintendo yeah game characters and stuff. yeah. So it's this weird like almost like dungeon crawler kind of thing. And yeah, you get like defensive power ups and offensive power ups. Uh, and then you have to like use uh, items while you're in the dungeon to basically like restore your health and things like that. So it, I guess it's the kind of thing that that might be kind of fun, and it's maybe the only thing that's really going to differentiate the 3DS version of that game because mm. it's it still seems weird to me that they're releasing a 3DS version at all, right? <laughs> um, because like you know if you're playing competitively, wouldn't you want to be? I mean, if you're playing that game, you want to play competitively, right? You mm. And you want to play it on the couch with other people. Mm-hmm. Like, Define what you mean by competitively. No, I, but I mean like, you know, hey, you want to come over to my house and we'll okay. play some fucking right. you want to play, you play, you want to play it socially. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah socially. Yeah. No, 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 no. Because, not, com- because they're, not competitively. Yeah, there is a real sense. competitive community yeah. for no, Smash yeah. But I think yeah. the 3DS version is because the people that are, I mean, like, I'm like you, like, it does nothing for me and like, my kids love it. But their brains work at 50 times the speed mine does, so they can see what the fuck is going on. Like, and I just look at it and I'm like, how did you just, you were over there and then, and then, and it was just like, but I think it's designed for people that are so into it that where it's almost that kind of grindy thing where it's like, well, I'm not playing Super Smash Brothers. I'm just thinking about <laughs> Super Smash Brothers, and it's like, here, have a 3DS version. It's true. So, you know? the, the, cynic in, the cynic in me is kind of like, 
There's a 3DS version because there are so they can a sell lot of 3DS version of it. Yeah, no, yes. exactly. That's what I was going to bring up. Yeah. It's like because they they're going to make a Smash Brothers, they and want they're going to sell release, a Smash Brothers. They're going to release that one first. Yeah. So everybody who really likes Smash Brothers is going to go out and buy that one. Right. And so Sonic, you, if you have that handheld device, haven't you always wanted a Smash Brothers for that though? I mean, aren't you? But why are we finding reasons to tear down the FX? Because, because most people play Smash Brothers with someone sat next to them, and you can't do that. <clears throat> Well, you, like, could. Well, you, I mean, can, you could. But it's, you don't. But it's not. It's not right. ideal. You, but it's know? Like, it's it's, you could on the train in Japan, for example, Marvel versus Capcom three, right? That came out with the Vita version. Like, right. any, like when fighting games come out on handheld systems, it's like this is cool, I guess, but this is not really where I'm gonna right. play it. Like maybe I'm gonna practice on it or something mm-hmm. when I'm out on the go. But like that's not kind of the usually the that's experience fair. that you want to get. Um, but John, you mentioned your kids. I'm curious, are they into the Skylanders? Um, what do they, they call were. it? Field of games. It's like the toys, toys, to life. The toy... toys to life. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the kids would never call it that. They were right. into it, but I think they're. So my oldest is nearly eleven now. My so oldest he's is beyond. nine. Okay. They're uh, <laughs> they're all about Titanfall and Halo. Yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. you know because they're they go up. they're aspiring kids up. Go up, right? Yeah. Totally. Um, they they played. Uh, swap force for maybe a few days and then hmm. and then I asked them if they wanted infinity and I think the only thing that will bring them that even pique their interest on infinity is when the Star Wars stuff comes okay mm. but even the Marvel stuff didn't attract them it's like they're really? about yeah they're, they're oh. about Minecraft and Titanfall okay and then the fact the Master Chief Collection is coming to Xbox One is great because I played co-op I played the co-op campaign individually on all games except Halo 2 with both of them because we've been doing it on 360. Oh, uh, yeah. And they're excited because they've not played Halo 2 yet. You know? Okay, nice. So, you know, that and they cool. want to actually go back and they're actually interested in going because you can play through the Halo campaigns co-op pretty quick. Like, yeah, right. they're, they're, I mean, as a, as a co-op game, if you're working pretty well together, right. you eight, eight, nine, eight, eight hours tops on some yeah. of them. Yeah. Um, and we've just played through them back, and like they want to go back and play the whole thing in order. Like they want to play the entire Master Chief story from beginning mm. to end. Nice. And and just because kids have a different kind of capacity for consuming like that, right? And then the whole idea of the shuffle play on multiplayer is something that excites them as well. Mm. Um, they the Nintendo NFC stuff is that not that, even, that not, register, even a, not even that just won't even be. Hmm. So uh, what do you guys what do you guys think about that what they what they talked about I thought about the it. toys looked really flimsy. They didn't look like they were designed for kids. There's no way they look like that in final production, is there? I well, I hope I, those, I hope it's probably. not probably. They pro- say they have numerous placards that say these are prototypes only. Right, but if any uh, of them are toys on pegs, that shit's going to break. Yeah. You know, the thing about the Skylanders and the Infinity stuff is they're solid they f- I mean, this particularly Skylanders feel indestructible, right? They're like these big, solid, like mm-hmm. really sturdy figures, and they the Nintendo stuff feels so delicate. Well, I, the, like Infinity and Skylanders, there's like they have this chunky, unified visual style for all mm-hmm. that stuff, and everything that they've shown so far is basically just the 3D models from Smash, right, turned into plastic. Yeah, and so they look weird. Uh, but like they look, I guess they look okay in game against each other, but like. In, like when they turn into toys, they don't look quite right. They don't seem mm-hmm. to all mesh. Yeah, and it, I think it's a little strange that they haven't gone for like a unified visual style for that right. stuff. And it's going to be even weirder when you've got like a Mario 
that's got like a, those like throwing out a fireball from Smash. Yeah. But you're supposed to use that for Mario Party 10 and Mario Kart 8. <laughs> right. right. I can't I imagine that's going to be the only one. I mean, I bet you they'll have their own individual figures for the other games as well oh, at some sure. point. Yeah. I mean, but skinning the Malibu sort of equivalent of skin figures is like <laughs> that's how you. you Dude, sell Wii Fitness balls. Girl was a little weird. Wii Fitness Girl is one of the figures. Oh yeah, is, yeah, is a little strange. <laughs> that's the one that I think that stands out the most. You're like, like right. it doesn't mesh with everything. Yeah. Else. Was it you that tweeted? Like someone tweeted like. Ooh, I really want Wii Fitness Girl, said no one ever. <laughs> no, I, I, I think Wii Fit Girl in the game is amazing. Like, that is such a great addition. Yeah, like it's like too. my favorite Smash game. I do like the, <laughs> well, the, just the way, I mean, they haven't done a good job in the toy, in the toys, but I think in game, their approach and the respect for all the characters is really noticeable. Like, oh, yeah. Pat, they've done a better job with Pac-Man than Namco has in years. Did you see that image? That yes, where someone put... lined up the third-party stuff and oh, I was yeah. like, God, yeah. look at this shit that the people that own these things have been doing was, and now yeah. look at Mega what Man, Nintendo's done. Pac-Man and Sonic. And Sonic. Sonic. Yeah. Okay. And they look fantastic in, yeah. in Smash Brothers. And, and then you look the at what, what's going on with Sonic right now. Yeah, Sonic <laughs> has tall legs. Pac-Man looks like Honestly, like he was born like three months too early, <laughs> and and Mega Man is just a grave. <laughs> it's just a gravestone, and like on the on the on the top and the bottom. So to the I feel like you're playing Mad Libs again. It's like Blank has done a better job with Blank. Yeah. But so what about the so the functionality? I think one cool thing that Nintendo is doing over the other toys for whatever the buy a shitload of toys please games is um, that. They're embedding, you know, the chip in them that is reusable for different games mm-hmm. instead of, like, we're not going to... The other thing he said to me was um, that rumor that you think we're going to start selling Wii U without the controller yeah. is never happening. Never happening. Yeah. You know, it's like now everybody has a wireless thing to stand the toys on and we're going to try and sell millions and millions of toys. This thing isn't going anywhere. They definitely seem to be doubling down on it here without even really... I feel like the games that show that, like they had the prototypes, they had the two Miyamoto prototypes. There's like the Rock'em Sock'em robot, and then the other, which is like a tower defense game. I don't know if mm-hmm. you guys have seen these at all, but um, it was kind of what I didn't want to see, which is like very early. I was hoping that they said they were going to show some stuff earlier in development than normally would. That's cool, but I was hoping that they would have something that would really use the controller in a cool way that was like a complete whole concept going to come out this year or something. And it seems to lack that sort of... Ma- I mean, I know it's 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 sort of dwindled since we've had so many now, but there's still something magical about that Skylanders putting the toy on and the sort of spectacle of it emerging in well, the game. Well, they figured out with and, the hero stage. Yeah. They have like that, whatever they call that thing, the platform that you yeah. put the hero onto. Like, that's the big deal. There's a sense of occasion with it. And I think Nintendo needs to work on that a little bit. That mm-hmm. There's like this idea of transferring from the real world into the digital. I think they've got a they've got to riff on that a little bit mm-hmm. because that, that I think that was as in I remember talking to the Toys for Bob guys when they first demoed Skylanders internally at, uh, at Activision and it was one of those group meetings and everyone was there and it was like they came out and they were like you know oh it's the kids game now and everyone was like looking at their phones or whatever and the dude just came out and showed them the toy he's like watch this and put it on the platform and it appeared in the game and he said everyone in the room leaned forward and was like oh my god (laughs) (laughs) exactly i just like to say who expected the e3 nintendo cast yeah well well a4 listeners probably (laughs) (laughs) i I want to mention one thing about the gamepad and wii u at e3 that i think is really strange is they showed a new Kirby game 
this week, and it's kind of a semi-sequel to Canvas Curse. I, I can't remember what it's called. It's but called uh, Kirby, and I think like something Rainbow Curse, maybe some, Kirby yeah, and the Rainbow it's got Curse. something like that in there. But that game does not need to be a Wii U game, because you never look at the TV, ever. Uh, because all the action, it's all stylus control, and you're all doing it on the Wii U gamepad. Right. And so you're, it's a huge detriment to even try to look at the TV. Right. So it's really weird that they have that product. And it's like I, it's for the other people in the house, Mike. That's I, why they yes. made the DS. It's a spectator mode. It's yeah. for other people. It is pretty as hell. I got the clay, the yeah. whole clay thing that got going on with That's that so, until I saw it up so close. What's so interesting to me is that they intentionally the frame rate is worse than it could be, so that it looks like claymation. Oh, it's really? Like, yeah. It, which is, I mean, it works. It it looks like claymation partially because, but I was like, kind of the balls. To for the aesthetic mm-hmm. to take something. I mean, it was kind of when people first started making shit fuzzy on their games and putting fuzz filters mm-hmm. on stuff. Whereas before, everyone was just like, "No, it's got to be as crisp and pristine as possible." It's like they're act- we're just going to do everything for this aesthetic. And then you know, Yoshi has the yarn aesthetic that is right. really useful well. I love as that well. they're doing stuff like that though. That they're actually like you know, because it's one thing to take franchises that have been done a million times and do them again um, and it's not that the design that these uh, visual styles are the only thing these games have going for them because Kirby has the drawing mechanic thing and whatever but like I think it's super cool that they're doing it because the claymation thing just makes that game a million times more appealing to me than it probably would have been otherwise right. and the Yoshi yarn game I think is the real deal like the only thing that's going to hold that game back is if it turns out to be like four levels or something because it is good it is Everything that Yoshi's New Island wasn't for me, I think this Yoshi's Yarn game is. Like, it's got the, the kind of visual appeal of the old Yoshi's Island, but in a new way. It's got no baby Mario to, like, annoy the crap out of you. Yeah, that's um, true. You know, I didn't even think of that. Oh, yeah, because you have heart meter. That's how it just right. keeps track of it. It's got okay. two-player, you know, simultaneous play, but the little graphical touches are just really nice. And then the game itself is, le- like, a legit platformer. Like, it wasn't like Yoshi's Story with that, you know, kitty crap. Like, it feels like a real Yoshi game to me. Super charming, super very Nintendo like I mean, they they feel like they're experimenting with a lot of this stuff, like in the same way that that Wind Waker was way back when. It's like the yarn thing now. This is their kind of second attempt at it, and it's much further down. Yeah, I like, didn't like really the Kirby one that much. It was too easy. It was like yeah, I could, yeah. could sleep your way through that game, but this game actually, we were playing. Mark and I played together, and it was legit, it was legitimately fun, fun and really challenging. Well. Yeah, it was fun playing two people at once. Um, I, I, I'm, I think it's kind of funny that Nintendo is now doing this thing where they're like. Here's our video game with this classic Nintendo character applied to this particular material. So it's like right. yarn and cloth and clay. Right, right. right. It's like how I hope they don't. I hope that this this isn't their formula for these things. Right. Um. And the the thing about about Kirby, the the clay thing, is like I love the aesthetic. It looks really good. But the fact is, you're always looking at it on this tiny little screen, and right. so it doesn't. Yeah, that's odd. It's I, super I, weird. It, it, so the gamepad, like, let's back up and just talk about the gamepad in general. And like, the E3 is like, we're gonna, we need to prove that the gamepad. There's a reason for it to exist. It seems to me like unproven. You know, yeah, I, unproven. I, I kind of had sorry faith that it was like in Nintendo R and D somewhere. They've got this crazy shit that they've been working on. That is the stuff that it's like. This is why it has to have the gamepad. But I bet they haven't. Cause, and and one of the proof points for that is yeah. I remember last year. It was the story of E3. It wasn't just that there was the gamepad with Wii U. There was everyone else was trying to replicate something similar, and it was second screen experiences mm-hmm. for Battlefield and Call of Duty. And right. Titanfall was going to have one, and right. nobody this year you know, is that doing totally anything. Which is the most dangerous <laughs> yeah. thing. It's like yeah. they're not <laughs> copying you. Yep. You are not doing something right. And now it seems like they're retroactively 
coming at it from the other angle, which is like, well, we have the gamepad now. Let's figure out something that we kind of have to use it for. You know, like in in Splatoon, even if it worked well, you it wouldn't. It's not nece- it wouldn't be necessary, you know. Splatoon does have one great use of it, which I really like, which is you're always seeing the map, and because it's so much about who is coloring what, like, you get a good sense of... You can't tell exactly, percentage-wise, who's winning, right. but you mm-hmm. get a good sense of it. And also, really big, real, really big, important mechanic to that game is you can pop out to anywhere where any of your other uh, teammates are on the map. So you can see at all times... You start when you die way back at the spawn point, but as long as somebody is up on the front lines, like surviving, you hit a button, you turn into a squid. It, you like, just touch them on the map, literally, you, yeah, and they will take you touch right it there. On the screen, which, like, that adds to the game. That makes sense. I don't know that it's necessary that that game wouldn't be able to exist without it, but it's like, okay, this is a good application of it. But I'm still not seeing that thing that's like, hell yeah, you know, this is the analog controller, Mario 64. This is the the brain training for the DS. This is the, the experience that I just could not be having. Brain about. training? That Again. was what he touched on? No, yeah, brain, brain training, training was the big salt. Nintendogs? Yeah. Yeah, but You're I mean, shaming me over brain training and then pulling out Nintendogs? <laughs> what yeah. the hell? Dude, Labradors. What the F? Labradors. Um, well, you might you might argue brain training did more to expand the audience than it did to like yeah. the hardware, yeah. but but it still was a big thing, and that and essentially sold hardware. I, I don't think that thing we've talked about this uh, before, but I don't think that thing exists, and I think they know it, and I think that's why we're not seeing it, and I don't think we're going to. I think you you'd have to come up with some new technology or something that doesn't currently exist to like do something that we none of us have thought of over the last three years or whatever. No. It's not. That's not. I don't feel like that's the case at all. Like it's even with like motion control gaming, like that existed before, or like Connect that existed before. But it's just like a better application of it. Those guys, all they do all day, should be thinking of stuff that we can't think of. You know what I mean? Like, but like even the stuff like Miyamoto came out and showed the those three games, and it was cool, and they were only demo. Like, but in my mind, like that was. Why would you ever make a Star Fox where you didn't control it with a controller unless you were just really trying to like force you to use something? Because I don't ever want to play a, a game. I, who opts to play with the motion controls, like or, or the sorry, the tilt controls when you don't have to, right? Like they're clearly doing that to try and make the gamepad seem more appealing than it really is. I think. Yeah, I mean, every button can't have the Mario Kart eight. Dude, I'm pretty sure that like, corn. <laughs> trying to remember who else. <laughs> it was me and Crispin, and I'm trying to remember who the other person was. Reviewing Crispin Boyer for yeah, the show. Reviewing Rise for EGM PS3 launch. Remember the <laughs> Rise? Was it? Wasn't it Rise? No, yeah, Rise that's Xbox. Like We're thinking Lair. 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 Oh my god. <laughs> And we were, and they, it's very interesting, actually. <laughs> those are very. No, 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 without having played Rise, it's very, it's very interesting to me that you did connect those two games. And, and I so remember like dealing with all that crap, especially when the dragon would land and you're fighting oh, with the like the. Oh my god, it was so frustrating. I heard the yells. It was so frustrating. You're like, yes. oh my god, we're on deadline. I gotta get this review finished. Fuck. <laughs> so let's see. What else? I think we should talk about happier Nintendo news yeah. items, which is. That Zelda game looks really Holy fucking shit! Alright. Zelda yeah. Scrolls? Oh. Zelda, Zelda, Zelda Scrolls? Yeah. Zelda Scrolls, nice. You had, had to be the Englishman, too. That one, too. The Zelda Scrolls? That off. Zelda Scrolls. Zelda Scrolls. Um, we only, yeah, so we only saw a tiny little bit of it, but what they showed looked really super promising. Fucking did Christ. exactly what we wanted. Exactly what I've been asking for for, like, since the, the moment I finished Skyward Sword was what they did right down to them showing like images of Zelda 1 first before they like introed it. It was yeah. almost like they they probably they listened to our yeah, podcast. I think Let's they listened to our there. podcast basically because that's exactly <laughs> what we said. 
Um, Bill was feeding them info. No, well, actually, we've told Alan to his face that that's what we wanted before. Like, we, you know, we get to meet him every now and then, and I, and I'm, I mean, I, I believe it. We had nothing right, to do with yeah. it. Let's just put it out there. <laughs> no, but, but no, but it's great. People, Humble brag. A lot of people were like, Skyward Sword went so far in the handholdy, right. down this path thing. It was an hour and a half before you got the sword um, in the game, and like Zelda 1, you walk there in 10 seconds, and you, you know, whatever. But, like, they said everything right. They showed, they made the best 10 seconds use, best use of 10 seconds of footage that I've ever seen anyone do at any E3 ever. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is the 10 seconds nothing of footage. footage. It was nothing but amazing. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, the thing that I loved about it, too, was like, you know, they show that, they've got this huge vista that they show, and you're like, well, this is, you're going to see this, you're going to see that, see all this. And you think, like, no way is this going to work. And then that thing comes, like, like bolting up onto the, on, onto, at, at the or, I was going to say the thing yeah, that jumped out of Mononoke yeah, and like yeah. ran around the corner. And it's like, that was such an amazing introduction to what that game could be. That, right. That, yeah, I, they really nailed it. I, and I hope that that, that, that like, because that looks too good to be a Wii U game, in my opinion. Right. Well, especially when you look, because if you, did you watch any, did you even watch the Xenoblade Cross demo? Oh, yeah. I, I, I'm in love with that game. But it does definitely have a disparity between that and where Zelda is visually. Yeah. Like. Well, but but I've thought before, like with Twilight Princess, when they showed that, I was like, this this looks better. When we got like first screenshots of it, I was like, this looks way too good. These must be bull shots to be like a GameCube game. But the game didn't really come out looking like that. Mm-hmm. Those guys are. Fucking you guys have played really Mario Kart Eight, right? In three D world, I mean, those yeah. games. I mean, when you take when you take a specific artistic style and you apply it really, really well as they do, you can do some pretty cool shit. I'm I mean, just saying it was a lot of grass. Right. <laughs> a lot of swaying but grass, has, yeah. Has Nintendo ever, once, ever, on any E3 ever, like, shown something that didn't end up looking like it ended up looking? Well, you remember when they showed that, like, pre-rendered Diddy Kong racing concept? Oh, man. Like, when they were swimming. Okay, like, but right to be fair, no, in the actually, Project Reality days, they did show some stuff that yeah. didn't actually pan right. out. It was a GameCube yeah. game that was, like, it was basically, like, a... It seemed like they were going to make a, a, a Diddy Kong Racing sequel. I do remember okay. that. But you were like that, riding, that was right before Rare so got like the boot, right? Yeah. And that's why it you're didn't riding ever... Swordfish, and like it was crazy, you know? right? But all right, well, you got me on the Diddy Kong. That's the only got me on the Diddy Kong Racing. That I think Nintendo has really done. But I, I think, like you were saying, so smart to just when you have that ten seconds, just start it with just you sitting there and like, oh, there's a little walking on the back. Like your just imagination is filling in stuff and being, like, you know. Twitter just fucking exploded. Everyone was completely in love with it. They did. My only concern would be showing 10 seconds and it's, and it's going to come out next year. Like, Zelda games before have happened mm-hmm. where they get delayed and they get delayed and they turn out great, but they get delayed. So oh, it'll get delayed. I say yeah. it'll be it'll be a, it'll be an end this of next year, 2015 oh. November. Oh yeah, definitely. It'll be There's out. No way it's I mean, that's that's the early like that's I'm sure what they're thinking, but like I would just be concerned like if they're really just being that conservative. But like a lot of times they showed like God, uh, Twilight Princess, the the big everybody stand up E3. What was that like? That was two a long or three time years yeah. before the game ended up coming out. Yeah, yeah. Um, stand up E3. That was funny. And, and Wii U needs that game so bad. I'm so glad they showed it. But Wii U really needs that game. Um, but is there anything else this year apart from Smash Brothers? That's Cap this year. Uh, oh, Cap yeah, yeah, Smash Brothers is not yeah, this, year, this year, is it? By the way, wait, what? Smash Brothers is this year. Well, why are you saying? Are we you? Yeah. Well, they said holiday. I don't. I don't. 
I, I would be surprised. Be I think it'll not, be out. I don't think they have a choice. I could see it being like the first exactly. week of December. The Maybe they didn't want to promise November. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay. It will That'll come be out. I could totally time. see it getting delayed if it wasn't absolutely mission critical. That that it is mission critical. Okay, that's fair. I was trolling a little bit. Okay. Push Small World. Actually, is coming out like next week. Anybody here get into uh, Push I thought it was out. We have it, but we haven't tried. I haven't tried it yet. So it's June nineteenth. Oh, um, okay. Ten bucks. They, I saw a demo of it. Looked really cool. I've been meaning fun. to play that game for forever. So like, I'll probably do it. I don't play a lot of three DS games. So. I played. I played Bayonetta. Push More World is, is the original oh. Bayonetta. On. So, and now you get Bayonetta oh. one. When you get Bayonetta, Bayonetta two. Bayonetta one. Yeah. Play. That's cool. Yeah, I played Bayonetta one because I wanted to see what the, the costumes yeah. do. Uh, and is it the Xbox, you know, Bayonetta, or is it the PlayStation Bayonetta? You know, there was quite a difference as far as oh, like no, frame it's, rates, it's, and it's, it's, it's high good. quality. It's like sixty frames per second. Oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah. The the, the quality's great. It, uh, I think it looks really, uh, really strong. Um, that it's it, it's. I'm such a sucker for this like Nintendo stuff that they're doing in the game now. So you can it's dress up Link like outfit. Peach, okay. Link, Daisy, and Samus. Okay. And um, so Peach, you know, when you do certain moves, like instead of like a hair, mm-hmm. uh, like a hair. You know, demon foot coming out of the portal. It's Bowser's foot or Bowser's hands. Of course, no kidding. That's, yeah, but, right. and so fun. yeah, cool. and so when you dress it, when you're um, and and like instead of those like halos that pop out of everything, they're Super Mario coins. Okay. And uh, when when you choose Samus, um, like when you fire Bayonetta's guns, it sounds like the original NES Metroid sound effect. So it's like as you do it, you're just like oh, I'm such a sucker for this <laughs> for this shit. Well, I'm but throwing it, it in for for free anyway, it works, right? Just you know, it and like, Bayonetta too. It looks weird, and like Peach, like the Peach version of Bayonetta is like a little raw. Because going to say, wait a, a second, we skirt. seem like we're getting in a little dangerous area. Yeah, here. it is very dangerous. But yeah. that game's like super super focused on butts. Right, so you see a lot of butt. So the peach makes sense. Yeah, the, the peach outfit is a lot of butt. Garnet yeah. is standing up. I don't know what's Garnet going on here. Garnet, you gonna, we're going to trade you for a, uh, a giant bomber. I, I can't stand up the giant bomb guys. It would be, no. it would be, it would be inconsiderate to do that. They, we yeah, are part too. of the giant bomb family. So, but we only you... did we only did Nintendo. What we're, we're you, you only did Nintendo. We, we may still be going we... later, but. Only did Nintendo, but we are going to keep doing. Yeah, do what you can. If you can bring a hostage, Patrick yeah. back. That's cool. I'll, I'll try to get Patrick back. Of okay. Course. Can I? Meanwhile, I can't take my beer with Take me. your beer. Yeah, you can. can take your beer. Yes. You're inside. You're not, you're not going outside. Pretend we're in, in Japan. <laughs> so, okay, <laughs> do good. it. I'll do that. Um, so wait, one of the things yeah. I wanted to talk about as Thanks, well everybody. was um, what I really appreciate about Nintendo and the C3 was. Not getting stabbed and chopped and fucking... Right, exactly. Up. It's like everything else in E3 is so grim and everything is savage and dark and post-apocalyptic. And if it's not killing oh you... Oh my it, God, the Suda game. If it's not killing you, it's yeah, fucking you and that's... killing you. And like, you know, I mean, it's like we even got a first-person view from a severed head at one point. Yeah. I mean, it was like... Yeah. I saw I saw Mortal Kombat X earlier this week. Okay, and... so that was one of my moments where I was like... Oh, right, we, ta- we talked about this, but I'm like, I'm getting too old. Like, I was just like, uh, I was looking away from the screen. My thought was, so... if I play this at home, my wife oh, is going to think there's something wrong with me. You know, like... <laughs> Well, so you're talking about the the fatality? Yes. Where you, okay, so that's not even the full thing, okay? Jesus so I, I saw the fatality. I played the game earlier this week, and even I was like, guys, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> you like, like, threw up just immediately with the ears. 
So they, they showed that during the PlayStation press conference, right? Yes. Scorpion throws a fireball through Sub Zero's chest, and his yes. heart drops down. Right. right? And then he and then he like falls down. I was waiting for him to like just fucking grab, then grab the heart and, and he fucking did, right? smash or something. it, and then make it so explode. Here's what happens after that. Okay, oh so Sub Zero falls on his knees. Scorpion pulls out a sword and uh, like from a profile slices him in the head. Slices like right along here, along the side of the face. The front of the face slides off, okay, <laughs> exposing, Jesus. exposing like the brain cup or whatever you call it, and and like you see this like 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 sliced like deli sliced face, and, uh. and you see like the inter- the interior workings of the head, and then the body falls over, and the brain slides out of the brain pan, and then like the tongue starts like Jesus. the tongue is like flapping because it's like a half sliced off tongue. It's so oh it's so disgusting. God. You're but almost I, making me ill just the audio description. But you realize that you're having thing. the reaction to this that your parents had when you were playing so, the early games. Like, <laughs> what does that say about the future of I said to Ed Boone, I was like, you I think are maybe going a little too far with something. This is just like gratuitous yes. gore porn. Yes. And like the, you know, even the last one was kind of like yeah, when the they last had the new one was side, not nothing, yeah. Yeah. The last one was pretty getting there, and this one, I mean, I didn't see a ton of the last one, but I didn't see some of the fatalities. This is just like, well, it's the next one. We have to turn the knob up. Like, that's all we got. I think like, it's just a matter of, game. I think it's more of just a matter of the, the fidelity is getting so good. Well, and there's that as well. Yeah. Now you can render, like, organs rupturing... Uh, but I mean, that's where check. a lot of that. That's like that's their bullet point for the box. I know, like, yeah. We're gonna just turn up the fucking fatalities. And also, there are other thing. games that have, have like up the ante. For I me, mean, look at what Sniper Elite did with the yeah. X-ray stuff, and yeah. you know, it's like okay, well, you know, we can't we can't pussy out here. We can't yeah. take a step back. I don't even want to ask. What did he say when you said that to him? What was, did he, did he, he acknowledge? Yeah, I mean, he kind of he laughed it off. You know, Ed Boone's <laughs> like, like a sociopath. Uh, <laughs> um, but, no, I, I, you know, I, it's funny because, uh, you know, I talked to him and, and a lot of the other things in the game, they're kind of dialing back a little bit. So they're actually making the women, like, way more dressed in the hmm, game. Interesting. Uh, and, like, kind of simplifying things, but... But the violence is still. They're like we're not weird. maniacs here. Like, yeah. who do you think we and, are? And actually, <laughs> sensitive modern men. The other, the, the other like thing to see tongues yeah. sliced in brain pans. The, the other and one of the other things I was like, man, that's really messed up. Is that uh, there's one stage and it's like this marketplace, like uh, you know, netherworld marketplace or whatever. <laughs> and there's like this like decrepit, like kind of like hunched over old woman, like working the marketplace. And you can grab her, oh, from, like as an object, and throw her as a projectile <laughs> at your opponent, and she essentially dies from the impact and just like lays there. That's as a horrible. Like, like that's it's really she's messed in up. Other world, so she must have been a bad marketplace owner. But I can tell life. you that the cleavage is really that's really being cut. Oh well, good. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's good. Oh, See the old, the old the old lady part. I actually like, I feel that like, you're okay yeah, with. I can like laugh and enjoy that. I feel like they should. Like dial that up next time. Like yeah. more different old decrepit people that you can use. Animals, maybe hilarious puppies. Ways. Yeah. Well, you can jump off of an animal. You can use it basically as like a springboard. Oh, so. You thought you were joking. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, I wasn't. You thought you were joking. The animal's fine after that. He's so, fine. Yeah. Sony yeah. conference had like, 
like I feel like the most of those moments. So it had Mortal Kombat. It had the new Suda Fifty One game, which wasn't a game from what I could tell so far. That it's was just like, live action, mostly yeah. live action. But it did have a logo with the Grim Reaper riding a skateboard. Yeah, that was oh, interesting. Yeah. It was last year. It was the Lee Bergamo reimagined. Yes. He said the same game basically. What was it called? No one lives, no one dies. Let All it, I know is the Lee Bergamo. Okay. I don't know let the whole. Oh, the new one. Yeah, there let was, it die. Like I thought there was like a snippet of gameplay in there where you see like basically. Also, there was. Like, yeah. Oh, was there? I must, yeah. have, I must have missed it. I assumed sure. that was gameplay, yeah. Sure. Was, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the um, the moment, and actually Christian Nutt wrote something on Gama Sutra today, which is, he wrote a really interesting opinion piece about uh, about Nintendo, actually. Um, but crouched in there was this the Far Cry uh, moment. Were you guys at the Sony yeah. thing? Well, okay. Yeah, well, watching it, Okay. Um, so in the Far, Far Cry 4 uh, demo, there's a part where you are... Um, Getting up on this on a truck, I forget. I think you'd steal. A you hopped off your own vehicle and yeah. climbed, climbed in through the passenger Jones, side. Of you're the... like beating up guys, killing guys, kill this guy, getting into the car. There's just a guy driving the car. Okay, this guy just fucking gets up to work in the morning. <laughs> well, goes to work for the evil empire. Where he's not like the main bad guy or anything. He's not like fuck. Finally, let's get that guy. It's just like some dude driving the car. I'm sure he's a bad guy. He's just driving the Jeep, just driving the evil Jeep. You fucking smash into the car, fucking just jack him through the the underside of the throat, kill him. And the audience is like, yeah! It's like, what? What? Like, what? What? Is it that? That's not like that cool. Like it wasn't like a new crazy gameplay thing. There were similar moments like... last year as well, where there was like I remember during the Xbox thing when they showed Rise, there was a lot of like cheer, and it was very sort of sort of a primeval kind of right. crowd react, gladiatorial reaction to that stuff. Where pretty scary. Just didn't understand it even in even in Mortal Kombat. As much as I hated, I would understand people just like reacting to going that far. But it's just a dude driving a truck getting knifed in the throat. Yeah. It's like, but t- tonally, this E3, with the exception of actually, Sony, Sony did a pretty good job of balancing, whereas because they did have no, they did, you're right, they did have like they're very just visual. But, but they, abstract, I think they were clever about it as well because everyone, everyone was gushing over Little Big Planet too. Which still clearly has three, three. Sorry, which were people still, gushing over that? Yeah, on Twitter, people were all over it. But what? I th- but I think it was because yeah. we'd been sort of browbeaten with all this right. like horror, and it was and like, it was oh, like oh, pressure, oh, so, something cuddly. So no, and, and don't get me wrong, No Man's Sky looks awesome, but yeah. I think maybe ten percent of my excitement for it was like oh, like right. breath of fresh Different. air, yeah. like Hope, yeah. something hopeful and optimistic and just you know like, and yeah, just like colorful and vibrant and interesting and not yeah. Because if you look at I mean there were you know we had Call of Duty which was like, you know, the Matrix meets Halo meets Call of Duty and then there was Bloodborne which was pretty gruesome and Super gruesome. I Let It Die that. which was gruesome. Yeah. And, I mean like everything was tonally and visually and all of the Ubisoft stuff was super violent and yeah. like we were just like going all the, and you walk the show floor and it's the same and everything so I, yeah. I was sat in the GameSpot war room today and we have the live stream from the stage up on the on the big screens. Yeah. And I looked up and I was looking at the type of the person that sat next to me, and we were watching it. It was like it was a dude crouching behind a burning car with a machine gun, and I'm right. like, that could be fifty different games in this <laughs> yes. show. I, that I, encapsulates I, I, three. Well, I had a couple of those moments at the show where I was like, huh, this is. Hey, but you, you're right. Like, I don't want to gloss over some of the other stuff that Sony did have there because they were, and this is probably conscious. They mixed it in with that. Um, 
that student game that has the goldfish yep. and the bird, which I don't that, think, I think was, honestly looked that great. I, I thought, thought it was really pretty. Visually, could be doing something a lot more interesting with that, but um, but I didn't get a chance to play it, and I. I'm thinking that the playing is in the doing. I know it uses the two analogs. And it's out, right? You can play it when you get Yeah, yeah that's right. It, they, it went out when they announced it. Yeah. Um, can you bring me one of those as yeah, well? I'm just going to bring it up. I, um, I can smell that strawberryka. You want some more? <laughs> no. You're, you're looking. It smells like... Calling your name? It smells like strawberry sugar. That's kind of what it is. Yeah. Um, oh, that's no, about right. I'm, I'm still on the... I'm but good. they mixed that. They had they had No Man's Sky, which... which um, That game is about. the game I wanted when I was 10. Like, it's a game I think a lot of us I want. Can remember, I want it now. Like, like, I remember... So, I don't know if it even came out over here. So, the follow-up to Elite was called Frontier. Mm-hmm. And it was... It still was at the time where 3D games didn't have textures... Like, people would talk about hidden line removal on wireframe graphics as being a big deal, because, like, when <laughs> wow. you, you couldn't see through things, you know? Right, right, right. And it was it was a lot like Elite in that it was trading, but it wasn't trading between space stations. You would go to planets, and when you would land on the planet's surface, mm. there were these rudimentary spaceports where you could go trade goods, and okay. there were lots of planets, and you would you would be working your way around the galaxy. I've and definitely the, heard I've definitely so, heard of it. And, and his studio is now named after that game. Oh, okay. Um, but... My imagination as a 10, 11 year old kid with that game was imagining what this could be one day. Yeah. And No Man's Sky is the game that was in my head when I was 10. You know, like when they showed and it was like he got, he was walking around and then he got in the ship and then flew over the dinosaur and then up into space and through the asteroid field. Low asteroid. Down onto another another planet. planet. Yeah, yeah, I know. (laughs) Some people were talking about like, those planets are pretty close together. Yeah. Don't, don't worry about that. Don't part. worry about Just that. that I also love the sort of nonchalance of, yeah, everyone gets a planet. Right. You, know? yeah. you get a planet and you get a planet. <laughs> Oprah, Oprah. But the, the, the one thing, though, about that game, like, and I think it's benefiting from this, but I think ultimately people got to remember this in the back of their heads. There's no... I don't think any of us have a concept of where the boundaries are in that game. Like, no. this is a small team making that game. Well, up until recently, it was four guys. Right. So it's, it's Hello Games, it's the Joe Danger guys, yeah. yeah. So it's like there are going to be some boundaries on that game because people cannot. There's a, huge corporations are not yeah. teams of five, six I mean, people are not making that they're game. They're super talented guys. They're the yeah. guys that made Burnout Paradise feel the way it did. Oh, so that that's their background. From? Okay. Um, they're Criterion and Kuju guys. Um, it's all procedurally generated, so. They're right. not. They don't have to. They're not Ubisoft requiring a thousand artists to animate everything. What? And it, it's it's like there are basic models, yeah. and then there are things that the procedural system will add. So on my world, I may have some a particular looking dinosaur, and they're right. all shades of yellow and orange. Right. And on yours, they might be pink and have so feathers. That's well, that's what I'm talking about as right. far as limitations. So, yeah. If you hear that guy talk. Like, like Peter Molyneux is at home watching this, like, this is bullshit. There's no way they can do all this. <laughs> like, it's like, you know, you just in your imagination, it's like, oh, there's going to be all these different animals and whatever, and it's going to be like, well, it's on very... my planet, there were four brontosauruses, yeah. and, they were, and they were pink, and on yours, yeah. there were, they were five, and, and they, they were purple. purple. Yeah, yeah. Like, exactly. So, so I, and I'm not saying it's, it's going to be lame like that. Like, I'm still excited about what the possibilities are. I'm just saying there are going to be limits here, yeah. and they're going to have to, like, even if they contract out to like outsourcers just making tons of animals and stuff and and other things which I hope that they're doing mm-hmm. there's going to have to be some kind of limits on what these things can do not and that I'm not of, excited for it some of the dream of it reminds me a little of 
the sort of ambition of Spore, but without the control. You know, where it's like, we it's essentially we have all these sliders that we can move to make right. these things different. Right. Um, I'm a little concerned about the fact that you can name things. I think there's going to be a lot of dong beasts on everyone's oh, planet. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's pretty cool, though. So, like, you name something, and if I I think so. I think if you discover it, then... I think it just get, takes your... I assumed it would just take your, like, PSN name or something. I, I would assume, but I, I hope they don't let you... <laughs> yeah. It could quite change the tone of the game if, right. if you can actually type in the name. Definitely, definitely big time excited for that. So I think that was a big coup that, um... That Sony, I mean, they are really duking it out too. Like, there was a lot of like coming out first on us, DLC on us, betas, which, as Billy Berghammer pointed out, are like the new demos. Betas yeah. are just like, uh, and you can sign up for the system the breaking demo right now. Sony is like super, you know, every time more and more betting on Destiny. It sounds like those guys are really getting along well. The, the and PS4 they, and alpha, they should because. Yeah. I mean, I I played the alpha before E3, um, and was dying. Like Luke sent it to me, I was like, "You can't tell anyone until next Tuesday." <laughs> and I'm like, but I was like oh, dying. Yeah. I was dying to talk to somebody, and like because I mean, it's it's a lot more than I was expecting it to be, and it's way more of an MMO than I was expecting it to be. Mm-hmm. Like it feels like, I mean, before we always, we always knew it was going to be a bit Borderlands, and to me, it's like. Halo, Borderlands, Mass Effect, and World of Warcraft. Mm-hmm. All of those things sort of intertwined. Like, the hub world is very Mass Effect. Actually, there's a lot of Bioware to it. Like, I, I played a lot of Star Wars The Old Republic, and there's a lot of the game feels like that. Interesting. You know what? Did you ever play Fantasy Star Online? Yes, it's a lot it like that as well. It looks yeah. like that. Some of Fantasy Star Online. Like, even the... even. Some of the visual stuff even yeah. reminds me a little bit. And I love the aesthetic. I love yeah. ev- all the vehicles they've showed. They put out a new trailer that shows a ton of stuff. The enemies. Everyone's ship is a bit different as well. So what was interesting so is... Because cool. in the, in the alpha, so the alpha, it drops you in as a level 3 guardian. And you can play five levels, basically. And there's one environment, which is the explore environment. Mm-hmm. And the mechanic there, it's like grinding in an MMO. But the, 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 the way the narrative folds out is you go to a location and the guardian central command or whatever it is, they throw these beacons down and the beacons give you missions. And they can do that forever. Okay. You know, this is stuff that like the guys on Gaffin were like, oh, it's just repetitive, and I think they were just, they were, I mean, they were just testing the system out, thing, and yeah. it's like so you it, you you hold up the ghost, which is the Peter Dinklage thing in Peter Dinklage voice in your head, right? And he'll and be like, bag, and he'll and he'll say, okay, there's a beacon over there, and you go, you find it, and it'll say, okay, there's a bounty out on these on these dudes, you got to go kill them, right? And you go kill them, and you get the reward, and then you ask Peter Dinklage again, and he says, okay, <laughs> now you need to go in here and find this thing. And, that, and that'll just keep going forever, and that's mm-hmm. how you grind your levels. Mm-hmm. But then it also has, it has raids, and then it has big instances. And then, so in the demo, there was a, um, if you hang around in the, in the exploration thing, um, eventually it will actually spawn the thing that they showed in that um, in the old Russia video the tank. where the spider tank comes down yeah. and all fucking hell breaks loose when that comes down because a dropship comes in and drops it and then a bunch of dudes come out as well and, uh, yeah. and like suddenly a event, right? it's a public where... event and suddenly it's you and people that you have no idea who they are yeah, yeah. and you're just like shit and how many... <laughs> kill it, kill it, kill how many players can those public events go to it, I'm not sure what the limit is because I don't know if it, said, I, they actually. haven't said like I was in one and there was definitely 
like a dozen dudes running around because that's also super MMO right that actually is a lot like PSO2 is the same way it's you'll very, have your limited group so I think PSO2 is only four players Destiny yeah. is six it's very, right it, there's a lot of uh, guild Destiny wars generally too. Destiny is three is what they yeah. said uh, those are where, like when you go on these things that are called strikes which are like little missions with a boss yeah. it's three people so you, and you're generally oh, really? playing with three but the public events are I think, they, I think there's some stuff up. that's eight so like the raid, yeah, raids I think is I, the I'm raids sure are eight yeah people so the, the strike that the, that's in the alpha is is it's three guys. Um, you select it from from the map, and it find it just goes and finds two other dudes for you to fight with. And again, it was sort of objective based, so your 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 ghost will say, "Okay, this is where you need to go," and you work your way through a building, and it gradually escalates the 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 stuff. So in a lot of ways, it's like a, a guided horde mode in some ways, in that it just starts throwing stuff and it gets gradually more powerful, mm. and then it steers you to part of the environment where a spider tank drops, and you've got to work out how three of you are going to take this thing down right. while other things are spawning, and then you work your way through. And I can't remember what they're called, but there's the 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 these like giant sort of metal eyeball things which are the devil basically I've and they're seen what you're talking about yeah and yeah. that's the big bad and they're controlling all of the fallen that are in the area and they're influencing all the sort of computer stuff in, and the technology in the area around, and they, they warp around <laughs> so you've got to find points in the three of you and what what I thought was really good and what, what I think is really interesting about a lot of the co-op multiplayer stuff at E3 is that when I was playing we didn't need to talk to... I didn't know who I was playing with, and yeah. we didn't need to talk to each other. Mm. Because the way it funnels you into these things, your job becomes really clear. Like, mm-hmm. all right, I'm here, and I was playing a warlock, so yeah. I would gradually spawn this singularity weapon where if I lobbed it just right, I could get it to, I could get it to like land where he was spawning and it would suck energy in off and it and it shows you hit points like an MMO which is like very not and like, and like, and like that really reminded me of, of PSO too is seeing the number just like above is it like cluttery no the UI is really elegant but it has very sort of MMO overlays on it but there's a lot of stuff where it points out and it's sort of integrated into the view and I thought it was really interesting that the just speaking of the interface as a quick aside the interface is kind of like a mouse it's like a free cursor yeah I'm sure but it, that, that game is not announced for PC no and yet the interface is very yeah, PC like I heard that too and that doesn't sound appealing to me I hope they'll fix I think that. they'll change it because I've heard a lot of people give that feedback and oh, they, really? they seem to be listening to that it's not it, like so I, I know saying it probably what you have in your mind and it's not just like a little you have like it's like a big it's a big, it's a big hockey puck, like, and you move it around with the stick, and it actually moves. This, so, a lot of the U, a, yeah, and a lot of the so UI has, than you think it sounds has like. models from the game, sort of in the background, and it's got this almost like tilt shift effect on it. So, some of the menus will have like your ship, and it'll the sort of nose of the ship will be very out of focus, and then as mm. you're moving, there's sort of this parallax effect on the UI over the top, which you're scrolling with this huge cursor. Yeah, um, the ships are kind of cool as well because. When you're doing stuff on your own, you see your ship, but when you do one of these strikes, its loading screen is you guys leaving in your ships and, and teaming up and then flying down to the planet. And when I got together to do the strike, everyone's ship was different, which was kind of cool. That's really mm. cool. It lets you mm. customize your ships, too. That's and cool. that hub world is very much like um, the Citadel in Mass Effect, where there's there's vendors and you can go and upgrade armor and weapons and you can do stuff for your ship. And then the, the, the speeder bike thing, the Sparrow... 
um, that that scales as well. So there's like souped up versions oh, cool. of that, and yeah. you go to a store and you can buy get different ones of that. And that thing it spawns any if, as long as you're in an open environment and you're not being attacked. Yeah, you literally you just like you press a button and then hold down another button and it just like warps in underneath you. Mm. And so there's a lot of stuff that's very. Very MMO. Yeah. The, the the one thing that I'm curious, so MMO being so much like loot-based and the equipment you have and stuff like that, and, and, and PSO, and especially Monster Hunter is this way, where half of the game is just showing off what you look like, like wearing yeah. your armor. It's like a fucking big fashion yeah. show. <laughs> and when you're in first person, you're not... You're in first person for a lot of the game, except mm-hmm. when you're back so at the So the area where right? you're going to see the most people, you're third person. Okay, and I guess occasionally I've seen you do a spell effect or something, and it zoom, yeah. you zoom out to third person. But by and large, when you're fighting, you're in the game first person. So I'm curious how that works, or if there's any way to compensate for the fact that you know you're changing your armor and you're getting your but stats your, up, but you're not seeing but yourself. But your core being guy cool is thing. always the same. So I was playing—I can't remember what they call it—but there's this sort of mechanoid hybrid race. So in the character creation at the beginning. There's like, there are so many tweaks to, and it's not just colors, but there's like shapes of armor and things that you can add on to it. And yeah. so the armor goes on top of that. Right, right. And then the clothing is on top of that as well. So there's sort of this layered thing. So when you're walking around the Citadel, everyone looks really different. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think some of the, the clan behavior, there's no, there's no obvious visible clans in it, but I'm sure there will be. But just the color of your... You can choose the color of your... You know, if you're this mechanoid race... I mean, my guy was orange and he had a blue stripe on his face. And there's, like, different patterns that you can have for everything. Right, right, right. So I think there's... Even in combat, you're going to be... People are going to look distinctive because this stuff is... I think they'll look distinctive, but if you're not seeing yourself, I'm just thinking, like, how much of a you know impetus is it for you to like change your armor if you i mean it's just a big bonus at least in like in like monster hunter is like oh man this new fucking set of gear i've got like you know i look like a well it's cool to see yourself but you're also mainly wanting everyone else to see it and that they will right Right. anyone you're playing with is going to see you so do you see you see yourself in third person when you're on like the speeder bike thing on the speeder bike yeah yeah, and then i feel like they're going to show you enough of your character in third person sure yeah you're going to care about it enough we should we should move on. There's so much. Yeah. Stuff. So uh, well, let's let's stay within Sony. Was there any other stuff that well, you guys? Bloodthorn, uh, Bloodborne, right? Was the was the oh, big do you one? Think, should we talk about that? Yeah, I guess we eh, can talk about that. Well, maybe not. I don't remember. Or, the real reason what, what, why? What's that? <laughs> so we were joking about Toad's Adventure. I don't know if we ever made that. I wasn't. Clear I wasn't really earlier, joking but, about Toad's Adventure. Okay, but yeah, but yeah, but uh, so we definitely Dark Souls fan number number one. Uh, I don't know about number one, well, but I, 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 I'm, I'm for the purposes the of this in this room, yes. in this room, you platinum Dark Souls like seven hundred times. Well? You platinum Demon Souls like three times. No, right? Jim Riley platinum Demon Souls three times. You're I've right. only done it once. Okay, okay. okay. I, so for the purposes of this room and this podcast, Dark Souls fan number one, Souls fan. I, I platinum Dark Souls the first one twice. Well, I did the Xbox 360 version. And then I platinum Dark Souls two last week or two weeks ago. Now you're starting and to scare me. Now I'm doing my Soul Level One run on Dark Souls one. But you're you're what? Soul Level One run? You, Soul you Level One. I don't even know. You don't upgrade your character at all? Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Deprived? Like get a diaper? No, Pyromancer. It's uh, Pyromancer. Okay. Yeah. Um, wow. What? Really? No, no. That's it's not that. Thing? It's actually not that hard. Because you can upgrade your weapons and uh, oh, armor okay. enough. So it's just a fun challenge. But, but you're basically not getting hit. 
Uh, you can get hit. Oh, once. you take armor. Okay, yeah. I guess then. Okay. And you must be summoning people to God beat damn. bosses, right? I mean, you know what? Actually, I, so I uh, the Ornstein and Smile fight. That's exactly I was, what I was thinking I was of like, when I asked you that question. I was like, well, it's really hard to find people who are still level one, right? But yeah. I did manage to find some guy who I think was a Japanese guy based on his name. <laughs> yeah. Um, Wait, and, that's true because you can only summon people who are around oh, right. your level yeah. and oh, know my. who the hell is going to be around there in that <laughs> yeah. game. No one, yeah. except other freaks like you. Yeah. <laughs> so I, uh, I actually went through this process where I was, I was going to find Ornstein and Smo. Yeah, and I was like, okay, well, like, obviously, going to get somebody to help me. So I. Fortunately, I found some guy. That guy was super happy when he got the call, no man. Kidding. He was like, finally, you I've been here like for like six lovers. months. Like, somewhere that guy is on a podcast in Japan <laughs> talking about you. Story. <laughs> I knew it. He was, he was really good. I Probably was, a white guy, judging by his name. Yeah. 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 No, that guy was great. He, I, he really tried to help me out. Unfortunately, it could not do it together. Okay, he and I and like a CPU controlled Solaire tried to take down Orsini Smo. Yeah, and we just managed to mess it up every time. Yeah, he was like really helpful multiple times. Multiple times. So I actually went through that fight. I tried to do it about twenty times, summoning Jesus this guy. Christ. Okay, he helped me like six or seven times, and then I summoned Solaire a bunch of times, and then I was like, I'm out of humanities. Yeah, so I couldn't do it, and I was like, well, I'll just go in and, and practice. Mm-hmm. And then the first time I tried to do it by myself, solo completely. I did you it. serious? Yeah. And that's how I did like almost everything in Dark Souls 2, too. I'd be like summoning people and I'd be like, it's just not working, it's not working. And then I'd do it myself and I'd be fine. That's weird. So anyway. I'm the exact opposite. But Back to the current game yeah, that yeah, we so haven't talked about Dark 700 Souls times. Number one. <laughs> so yeah, Sony obviously showed Bloodborne for the first time. Officially. See, very, uh, okay, very gothic, very gory. It's okay. Is it so, not that? I'm hoping I'm wrong, and it's uh, not that. But it almost it seems like is a gross gorier out there. than than the than the other games that I from what I've seen. So at E3, Sony has a kind of cordoned off demo of the game. It's hands off. Uh, they'll show it to you. They'll show it uh, being played live on a, a PlayStation Four. Right. It's early. Obviously, you're not playing. Performance is not they're great. Playing it in front of you. They're playing in front of you. Okay. Um, so it, it really looks like Demon Souls. Like you're in. A, are you are you specifically pointing out Demon Souls as opposed to Dark Souls? Or are you just saying it looks like a Souls game in general? It looks more like Demon Souls because okay. you know if you look at Boletaria and and Demon Souls, it's kind of like this is a very very specifically designed area to be this castle, mm-hmm. uh, and it has these certain characteristics. And I think that that uh, comes through in Bloodborne, where it's this Victorian setting. Um, and it's like, it doesn't look fantasy. Like, I actually have a hard time seeing how things like swamp settings and like outdoor fantasy settings will work in Bloodborne. But I, huh. we've only seen very little of it. Sure. So it's like Victorian area setting. I can see how they could do like sewers in that area, but I'm not really sure what else they can do. Mm. Um, but it's very, it's a Souls game through and through. Like, really? You uh, lock onto guys, you move just like you would in Dark Souls and Demon Souls, you dodge roll. Uh, you you know you two hand weapons. Um, Do you collect souls? You collect souls. Okay, so that when was you actually kill something. The things fall blood. down and souls move into you. So the blood, yeah. uh, I'm not quite sure how that works. When you cut things with this this blade that the guy has, they like they bleed for sure. Like dope, you see enemies out. like squirt blood everywhere. Okay, it lands on your clothing. And what's actually kind of cool is that what, that the guy has an outfit that's kind of like a duster or something like that. He's got like, it's like leather and burlap, mm-hmm. and the the blood as it splatters on the leather, it just kind of like sits there like shiny. But and the burlap, it like 
blends soaks into the clothing in. and like soaks in. So it's like this <laughs> really nice little touch. Next gen technology. His frame rate is still 15, but they've really thought through yeah. the blood on his clothing. <laughs> but like, and also the blood as it like as it squirts off the enemies, it like hits the environment too. So you'll see like these like mm. bloody splatters on on iron fencing and things like that. But it's totally a Souls game. You know, Souls come into you. Uh, I saw them use some healing items, and it looks like blood like kind of surrounds you to heal you. <laughs> but there are like dead corpses in the world, and you see those kind of like glowing white soul objects. Yeah. You could you, you could go and pick getting them up. an item and that sort yeah. of thing. And so that that's all in the game. Um, it yeah, totally a Souls game. Uh, they didn't show any of the HUD okay. while they were while they were demoing it, so you didn't see any kind of like lock on uh, image or anything like that. Um, but yeah, th- so here's what the demo is. So you're basically walking through this Victorian city. You're uh, fighting these guys who are kind of those torch-wielding uh, from the like, animated gifts that yeah. leaked before. The... You've seen those, and then so the... you actually saw those part. I was actually going to ask about that because the the stuff that before you even got to see this demo, we all started at the press conference and they showed basically nothing that had leaked before. Yeah, but well, it was you rendered saw... right. We basically saw mostly CG. CG. It was awesome. although it was, it was, I say CG, but it was in game engine. But it was like it was movies basically. It wasn't like actual gameplay. Um, it wasn't like, you know, movie CG, but it was like, basically it wasn't the actual game. But what you saw was that, Mike, was that the stuff that was leaked? No, we okay. didn't see any of the, any of the environments that were shown in that leaked trailer. Okay. So you're kind of just moving through this Victorian city and it looks like what you would see in the, in that, that trailer that they showed at the press conference. Okay. And, uh, <clears throat> actually I guess the dogs and the torch wielder guys were in some of the, the leaked screenshots at least. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. True. yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so y- y- one of the things that's interesting about it is that you're not just facing one-on-one characters anymore. What they showed in the demo was that there are a bunch of those kind of undead-looking, dreggling-type guys, uh, and they're all, they've all got torches. And what they're doing is they're going through some sort of ritual where they're walking through the city in a big mob. So it's like probably 12 or 13 characters <laughs> moving through the city, and they've, they're, they're, what they're doing is they're burning these beasts. So they're like giant werewolf-type Creatures, they've got them on spikes, and like setting, they're like they've set them on fire, and they're kind of moving through the city. I, I guess trying to uh, like burn up the like bloodborne, uh, like so. I think it's like some bloodborne virus that's uh, like being uh, transmitted. They said that the city is known for some kind of like medical treatments. People who are really ill with some kind of disease will go there to try and like find some kind of cure. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so we move in the demo. They basically move through the city. Uh, trying to sneak around the, this mob as it moves through the city, you know, trying to kill enemies or trying to torch enemies. And so you, you'll encounter like a couple guys who will pop out of coffins. Like there's a lot of monster closet stuff yeah. that happens as you're, as you're moving through there. But that was mostly one on one engagements. Um, it was kind of interesting. He followed the mob as he was moving through the city, like trying not to gain attention. Huh. Um, and then, you know, it, but the rest of it was kind of like moving through Boletaria and the original Demon Souls. Um, there were some uh, like decaying dogs that you would fight, and it ended with a uh, uh, like a like a boss encounter. Uh, really nice looking enemy. It was like a giant uh, werewolf slash. Uh, it looked it looked kind of like a, a, a decaying werewolf meshed with kind of like the old one from the original Demon Souls. So it was kind of mm. like this like dried wooden creature meshed mm. with a werewolf. Really nice looking. Hmm. Was there any indication of the you know um, uh, multiplayer aspects in any form, or, or even just as far as like the messages on the floor and things like that? Or? They didn't show anything like that. But what they did show was an NPC who was kind of like you. 
Okay. Uh, and uh, he had a, a, a gun in his left hand, and he had an axe in his right hand. But they were different from the weapons that they showed previously, which is that kind of fold-out sword and yeah. shotgun. Did you see any guns, any gunplay? Yeah. Any, okay. So yeah. you were shooting people, or were people shooting at you both? Both. So I, I did see that the, the, the main character, you know, he's got a shotgun, and it seems like it's effective mainly at close range because the spread is pretty big. Right. So they were using, you know, the the blade and the and the shotgun in concert to like take down enemies. Um, there were enemies who were using what looked like flintlock pistols to to target huh. the the main character. He got shot in back a couple times, uh, but it looks really amazing. Like you know, just sitting down and look at the demo, like the idle screen. I was like, this looks fucking so good. <laughs> yeah. Seeing high yeah. res like next gen Dark Souls, yeah, basically. The even mod- in the, the early frame rate that you were seeing it in, the models and the lighting look absolutely spe- spectacular. Just oh, amazing man. effects. And they frame were right up until the day of release. Right, and then they'll switch it. They yanked the rug yeah. out from under you. It's a little fascinating. Cool. I mean, it's not. It's it's a little odd to me that it's not a Souls game because it sounds. I mean, it's not called something Souls. It sounds like a Souls game. I mean, maybe that's because Namco plans on continuing their own Souls games or something. But to me, it sounds like another. The third I, real you know, Souls game, you know? It would be really confusing for the people who play those games to have Demon Souls, Dark Souls, and some other Souls game, like, in the mix. Yeah, potentially. And I, and one of the things that I think they might be doing with this is, because they're showing us so much two-handed stuff, that there might not be that kind of sword and shield play that you oh, would see in Dark Souls. Interesting. So I don't know how much of it is defensive. It seems like they really want to stay on the offensive with mm-hmm. this. Um but I don't know. This is all basically from a demo that I didn't play, right? And it was maybe but, four or five minutes. But you got it got you excited. Yeah. Oh god, got it looks really so excited. good. It okay. looks really, really good. That awesome. is good to know. Release. I'm gonna drop out for a second. We have some special guests waiting to get Great. in. I'm gonna go bring them back. And your release date? Did they? So they they said 2015, year? but then on the on the PlayStation blog they said early 2015. Really? Yeah. So I'm thinking maybe by May I'm gonna. I forget it. if it was Amazon or someone had it down as a March uh, pre-order. I'm gonna say it's yeah. gonna come out by May. Fiscal year. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. By by summer. Okay. But um, there was one other thing I was gonna mention. So is it about. specifically Victorian or is it just going for that kind of vibe? It's certainly not like historical Victorian. Right. It's like kind of fantasy Victorian style. There's yeah. like there are like early like indications that there is some industrial stuff in there. Yeah. Um, just like the architecture is very Victorian era, London, like real dirty, grimy kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Was there anything you saw where you're like, I mean, it sounds like the gun, like you really didn't mention until we asked about it. Was there anything you saw where you're like, this changes stuff? Like this is going to be a totally new, different way to, or it's just, okay, here's like, a sequel worth of difference, but kind of the same thing with way prettier. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think that the, the the shotgun and and the fold-out blade that he has is... I mean, it's really not too far separated from, like, having an, a sword in your right hand yeah. and, uh, and, like, a crossbow in your left okay. hand in, in the Souls game. Because some people were wondering, like, with guns, it could really change, you know, if everybody now is having guns, especially if it's not just, like, you know, pirate level Victorian guns. If people are really having guns, yeah. do you then, are you taking cover? Or is that going to like change no. you on know, the mechanic or anything like that? No, it's not. I mean, like it's kind of good to the, hear. The character took a couple, took a couple, um, like rounds in the back. Right. Um, and I would think it's just kind of a, a slight evol- uh, evolution from like crossbows and bows and arrows. 
I think sure. they're just trying to. I think they're really just trying to separate it from the Souls games, yeah. So that Sony can have its own franchise, and that they feel free enough that they can kind of deviate from what they're doing in the Souls games. I, I wonder if if this now means because I thought no matter what kind of game it was, I thought they would put the Demon Souls name on it, like make it Demon Souls Two. Because why? You have a perfectly good IP that's not being used. That Sony, that Sony and From Software. That sold very well in all territories. So why kind of wouldn't you capitalize on that unless you are going to do that later or something? Like why make a a, a, a new IP of it instead of using that? But at the same time, I can't imagine that they're going to have three yeah, <laughs> yeah. distinct series that are all kind of not the same thing, but really similar to each other. I mean, but that's kind of like from from software's history, right? Like, like they've had they had the Kingsfield series, and then they kind yeah. of built on some of the established mechanics of that with the um, Shadow Shadow Tower. Tower. Right. Mm-hmm. So, and then they kind of built so on much that for it being Shadow Tower sequel. Yeah. Or did you hear that thing where people are like, "I'm like, fuck that. That game was a piece of steaming shit. Like, if they wanted to throw that name on anything, yeah, God fucking help them." I mean, you know, it, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense for them to go back to those games that I don't think a lot of people who are exposed to the Souls franchise yeah. really know anything about. Yeah, exactly. Like, so it, it's it makes good no for them to just all. start something fresh and for Sony to say, "Hey, we've got this new franchise." It's like original IP. Yeah. I'm holding up my fingers in air quotes. Right, right. Um, but it's, uh, I don't know, the game I think is, is really strong. And, what uh, is this cavalcade uh, of stars that cow. has just wandered into the room? My goodness, ladies I was and actually, gentlemen. I saw some what of these. What the hell is going guys? on here? And I was going to say, maybe these I have to do high fives and, and, and hugs and things. People have to say who they are and what they're doing this here. This was mostly under control no so far. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> it is hey, no longer going to be under control. My goodness, yes. Shit just, hey, shit just got totally crazy. Oh, Whoa! podcast got knocked over and stuff. Well, everybody, uh, introduce yourselves. Uh, Go around the room. Starting grab, there's a couple more right things in the fridge. Help yourselves to that, Ooh. please. Oh, there's room on the couch. I'm crushing. Oh, Ooh, that was close. Oh, yeah. Pull up a cushion. I, I was just not be careful. that beer. No, it's, I think, All right. it's just beers careful. everywhere, guys. Oh, this room bean is just littered bars. Nice. I see bean. There's so hopefully, I'm not sure how many are left in there. Wait, I want a Sephora. So you, so guys, you guys showed up <laughs> in time to <laughs> talk about Bloodborne and your home of Demon Souls and Dark Souls. Oh, God, these are the perfect, perfect guys for it. Oh, sorry, dude. So let's, let's be nerds right now. Yes, and let's try to behave so people actually want to continue listening to the podcast. <laughs> but it, but it, <laughs> like, still have to happen. Yes, we do. So who are you? I'm, I'm Nathan Vella from Cappy. Who are you? I am Greg Rice from Double Fine. Who are you? Not looking at me. Who are you? You are paying attention. My name is Seth Killian, and I'm my own man. We actually <laughs> talked about you earlier in As the previously show. mentioned on the podcast. Garnet, said, sorry, Garnet um, spoke for you about Smash Brothers, so fear not. Your European Uh-oh. Smash Brothers are now known to the world. We got into talking about that's, frames and stuff. It was attributed to you. I'm not sure how much of it was true, but uh, last two mystery guests, please introduce uh, yourselves. Chris Gutrowski from Cappy. And Ariel Tilani from Sony. Awesome. Thank you guys all for being here. Cheers, everybody. Happy yes. threes. Thank you. Uh, we're talking about video games here. So, uh, yeah, believe video it or not. Video games at E3. That's right. So, uh, who wants to talk about what? Throw out some games. We just got done talking about Bloodborne. Chris, I don't know if you got a chance to check it out or... Bloodborne? Yeah. Uh, no, I haven't. All, all I've seen of the game is just, just the trailer, and it looks fucking awesome, obviously. 
Mike's into it. Mike is a digging super it. fan and digging good, it. So good setting. Obviously, it's yeah, it seems fucking awesome. Yeah. yeah. When I was a part of the Sony Illuminati, uh, <laughs> we got a chance to see a little bit more of Bloodborne even like a year ago. Oh. When okay. it had a, a different name to us. And I got to say, what they showed in the trailer, cool as it was. We right. ain't seen well, nothing what we, yet. Yeah, what we saw a year ago, yet. I feel like, was even cooler than what we saw. Yeah, the trailer, trailer was very like, much. What was it called when you were? What, what was the? the You're not allowed the, to say that. You got to say that. I don't. I don't. You know. and you. I, I, I think we cover in there. No. You can uh, not just uh, speak. Uh, Ariel's gonna be yeah, like, do not know. If it was called Demon Souls Two, just say nothing. Cut. Up confirmed. Yeah. I'm just saying it was this a similar project, and it was awesome. So what are, what are you guys what are you guys e three highlights No Man's Sky so far Everyone wants to yes. play No Man's Sky Yes Yeah It's basically not like, me I no. don't want to play No Man's Sky I think that uh, if I play it I'll fucking want to just fucking jump off the bridge <laughs> <laughs> But basically No Man's so, Sky is the video game that everybody in video games is really angry that they didn't make yeah, or couldn't make. Assuming it is what it looks like. Well, so it is. That's yeah. Yeah. Is exactly. Here's note, the thing. Here's the thing. Right. Hello Games makes good stuff, yep. and everyone should not doubt them. There's no reason to doubt you, that. The, I don't, and I don't doubt that at all. What I'm wondering is like what they've said and shown has we we and we talked about this it's already. True. So, I'll, but I'll keep it short. But it's like it just there's no. It seems like there's no limits or boundaries to yeah, it. It's all. just like. I think everything's going to be amazing and there's, there's going to be no tons of different worlds and no it, it, they're just like you're going to have a world and you're going to have a world everyone's going to have crazy different yeah. 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 Exactly. world exactly if that so. thing is in VR I do think that I will put it on and just never come back I just feel like I'll starve myself to death inside that world yeah, I agree. It's I think so you would die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were, like quite often in video games, we end up being jaded assholes, and we end up being like, oh, like you know, I don't, I don't know if this is gonna happen. I don't know if this can happen. And this is one of those projects where I'm like, it, it, it's actually gonna happen. Like this is actually gonna be something that is going to be special. Those guys have like beautiful art amazing talent and they're just so happened to be like one of the most real on stage presences I'm pretty sure Sean was gonna barf and or did <laughs> right, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or did was, barf. it was genuine for sure and that's yeah. like that's pretty that's what games are right now it's it's a bunch of people who are doing stuff they probably shouldn't be doing have no right doing I mean hell most of us here yeah. probably should have no right doing the jobs <laughs> that we're doing and that's why I think it's kind of rad. Yeah, I feel like I was talking to Nathan yesterday. I feel like this is you. Somebody said that like that felt like the true next gen moment in the conference because it felt like next gen video games, like video game industry next gen. You know, it wasn't like glossy. It was something that was like procedural and not a scripted like cutscene to cutscene thing. It was like open and it's from a small team and it's beautiful and it feels fresh it just seems so ambitious like it just seems like it seems like a terrible idea. from that it just seems so <laughs> it's ambitious crazy. but it's but it's like how many hopeful how and yeah i mean it was good that he mentioned like asimov and 60 sci-fi because back then sci-fi was all about in the future everything's going to be better and we're going to be in space and everything's going to be awesome and now it's Everything's gonna be shit. We're all gonna be dead. <laughs> we got fifteen years crouching for bullets <laughs> yeah. and, and yeah and water and all, all those things. Um, all right. Well, what so else? we talked a bunch about Nintendo already. We talked a bunch about Sony. So, uh, we haven't really talked too much about Microsoft yet. That might be a good place to go now. Uh, at least, I've so we played have... Inside, True. and it's mm, oh. bloody magic. All right. I have also played Inside. Talk about that. Yeah. 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 Uh, 
people should be freaking out about the next game from Playdate. I'm sorry. It, I, like, I, I, again, like I'm like that guy who's like, everything's amazing and it's the best. I've done. <laughs> but like I've seen it and I'm probably not supposed to say that I played it, but like. Those guys have something special. Uh, and Playdead are the guys who made Limbo for yeah, those of you who right. know. Arndt, uh, like everybody, basically anything that Arndt does, everybody should just get on board. He has more vision than than most people combined in this in this industry, which is pretty nuts. Uh, it's those guys. First of all, they cut an amazing. I like trailer. their trailer. It's a lot, yeah. so so special, but it's also like it has a real sensibility to it. It has a real style to it. And and, all, and we know it's going to be fun because even though Limbo was not a, about the fun, I'm air quoting, about the fun, uh, it's actually still a fun game. Right? Yeah. It's actually still enjoyable to play. Yeah. And that I, I think that that's going to be one of those like big, kind of special, downloadable games from a studio that's probably going to take another four years because they I was going to say, care. they haven't said when it's coming out yet, have they? Oh, they haven't said a year. No, either. yeah. They don't care. They just don't care. They yeah. just, they'll put it in when it's done. Yeah, no, I played it too, and yeah, totally agree. It's amazing. And I think it's also like, it's something that, uh, I think it's the game I was hoping that would be the next game from Play Dead. You know, it's something yeah. that like definitely feels in a similar vein to Limbo, but it's like in a totally different way. It's like, it's beautiful, but in a different way. It doesn't look like Limbo. And but... the, f- the final shot from that trailer of like, your character walking up to that window and like a whole bunch of characters looking at yeah. the window and you're not really yeah, yeah. sure what they're yeah. looking at and they're kind of confused by you and oh man like that's that's special that's a, that's a moment so also in Microsoft the indie section of their press conference something that got a lot of people talking Cuphead Cuphead they're from mm-hmm. Toronto Really? Yeah. Uh, thank you. Yeah, which is so amazing. weird because yeah. we don't know them at all, and I don't understand how that's possible. <laughs> how dare they? How they, dare they? they? How dare they? They've never <laughs> been. Like, they called Toronto. Make something cool without. Can yeah. Get up and drink, fucking yeah. booze, and get drunk, and everybody meets everybody. Who do they think they are? Who are these guys? <laughs> yeah. I don't get it. I can't wait to be like, yeah. uh, hey, where have you been? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like what? That what, game's what, been what, around though, right? It has. So yeah, I didn't know either. Nobody knew. A year, and I haven't seen this. I feel like they I've show very small snippets, though. From like last, so that's my only concern because obviously everyone loves that shit and it's like a beautiful genius art style. Yeah, but I feel like I've seen gifts of that from like well over a year ago, and it was pretty much the same. It's footage. an independent game. A year's like twelve months. It's twelve months is, is like a second <laughs> indie term for <laughs> only in indie months. Twelve, yeah. 12, like 12 <laughs> seconds. Uh, no, yeah, yeah, no, but sure. days in a week. <laughs> in indie time. I, in indie time. Seven. Seven. Wow. Okay, all right. Wow. That's profound. But, but I've seen. So I'm still not sure. That was the best comment I've ever made on a, on a podcast. <laughs> a year's like twelve. Uh, I will have another beer. But uh, but I, I saw I mean, vague reference to. It being like maybe boss focused sort of yeah. thing, kind of that type of game. game. It's a side scroll. Bosses, right? Maybe um, that is it. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're saying something like there's going to be like 30, 35 bosses, but. Jesus. Yeah. Okay. It looks, it looks a weird choice. Seems At the like end of it, do you harder than a boss? And then the other it was all a dream. It's infinite. Yeah. But I, I thought like. But it is beautiful. How like visually arresting. Like. Yeah. You just see a game and immediately. I mean, it was a couple seconds. But meanwhile, fuck Skull Girls. Like, boom. Like <laughs> Which is in kind of the same territory with exactly some of the same fonts and whatever. But everyone's like, man, weird lolly curl. <laughs> No, I'm just shout out to my friend Mike. But yeah, he was. They were there with that style and like got beat up for it in some quarters. Well, but and the, now everyone's like Cuphead, yay! But, 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 but I don't even associate the two exactly with, with Ori in the Blind Forest. People people raged on dust for it being too furry, 
and then Ori in the Blind Forest comes out, and they're like, oh man, next Yay. game from the guy from yeah. Dust. It's like, that's not a, that's not from him at all. It's just, it has a cute character. Let's not, let's not mix that up now. I didn't even realize, yeah, because that, that looked really interesting to me, too. I don't, I didn't know anything. Is that new? Was that the first time anyone has seen that yeah. Ori game? Okay. That's new to me. Yeah. It's, it's new, pretty it's new to everyone. It's the first time anyone's ever seen it. That was very pretty. I mean, I feel like what else was big in Microsoft? There was <laughs> yeah, Crackdown and Camille, Camille's new game. Oh, yes, yeah. yes. Uh, Spellbound, Scalebound, Scalebound. Yeah, Dragon Scales. I think that was a cartoon. I think from the nineties that yeah. it might be. Yeah, that's. I mean, bomb. that's exciting. The idea is exciting. There was really just a bunch of CG shown, which is a lot of games reminded me of Monster Hunter. This this, this evening, right? It's almost really like they're really finally really getting it. <laughs> which is really weird. I mean, Evolve kind of reminds me a bit of mm. like a Western, a good. Dude, there's so Western many games that are Monster basically Hunter. fucking Monster Just today yeah, in Japan, they slowly, and everyone, uh, in the West, Final Fantasy, like, too. Monster Hunter clone, apparently, like, yeah, there are, everybody's doing Monster Hunter now. But, well, but yeah, so they, they didn't show gameplay, which I was, you know, hoping, I, I really don't feel like I know. There were a lot, yeah, a lot of CG Rainbow Six? things for stuff. Yeah, that was, Siege, yeah. And that was exciting to me only because I was, like, guaranteed this is broken as Fuck. <laughs> so, so many cheap, just broken blowing things. a hole in any wall. Yeah, I was like, how no is that gonna work? Way that works. Yeah, so that I'm just gonna go in there and troll with whatever the yeah. shittiest. You because they're is. perfectly scripted. Like, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do the in real game. Guy stops in, fucking shoots I'm just right down through the floor. The floor. Oh, Everyone's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's dead in like ten seconds. It's over two guys that are fucking like doing the rest of the map. But I actually made for a great trailer. That would be amazing. That would be amazing. Like a game based on. Rolling everyone else. What's the plan? Being, We're just but that's not actually. The plan. <laughs> we were talking about that this week. A lot of the, a lot of the, a lot of the multiplayer this? games at E3 have like they show they have like scripted you know people on Xbox Live talking to each other or whatever. But somebody should do a trailer, even if it is scripted, where everybody talks like actual Xbox Live people, where they're just basically like everybody's racist, everybody's homophobe, and like. Well, no one's talking at all, which happens a lot as well. Where yeah. it's just like I'm just gonna go over here and shoot at stuff. Um, very common here. Yeah. There. <laughs> basically, it's just everyone playing as a sniper and going as far away from. <laughs> each other's <laughs> right, yeah. which is 90% of all multiplayer games right now. So and it's kind of fun. Let's see, what else? Uh, sticking in Microsoft. Um, new Crackdown. Well, the, new Crackdown. New Crackdown. With Dave Jones yeah. on it, so it'll be a proper Crackdown. And right, the so Ruffian I didn't one. realize that that's the guy for yeah. the first Crackdown one. It wasn't back for the second one, and yeah. hence why the second one just completely no one gave a crap The first about Crackdown it, was basically my favorite game Uh for that system, like I've I've replayed it like once a year. I think it's the fucking greatest thing. It's just a so fun game. Fun. It's, it's so good. It's so pretty well. Yeah. It looks fucking great. And it and ruined it's... demos for everyone else because it was the best demo. And it's also influenced yeah. so many games with like rooftops has been like the shit for yeah, like yeah, four yeah. years. But, the, like, but oh, the, jumping like, on they rooftops. They actually really nailed fun. the 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 open world aspect of things. Like other games that are in that kind of scale and in that kind of world. Um, rely very heavily on scripted sort of stuff and this game was like here's all the headquarters and just fucking go at it and it right. was awesome it, yeah I, and I co-op like a fucking kick-ass co-op yeah, experience exactly. yeah. too I had more fun with that game uh, co-op I think than I did it's it's great there was uh, also Sunset uh, over Overdrive Drive. Which looked really, really. Um, I didn't jet think I was interested radio. in that game until this time. It was very, very 90, set, 90s, nineties, yeah. like bodacious kind of vibe, yeah, the vibe to was it. Yeah, frustrating, but like it did look like it had an amazing feel. Like, yeah, like, you yeah. see the flow and the movement, and it just well, just colorful too. Yeah. Like a lot of it's crazy like shit. This going balancing on. act, though, right? Because so you're grinding and you're doing the jet set, you know, Tony Hawk thing, but then you're also shooting, and like making those both feel good, like. 
those are both super fun game types and super you know familiar and there's ways to do it really fun doing them both right i think, I think it's, it's gonna, gonna be really to... hard because it looks a little slow on the grind like that they maybe tuned it back a little bit yeah. it's like well it's a little grind a little i'm sure because yeah you got to be aiming while you're doing right that, which right? is hard so, so it's right. like is it is it like rubbing your belly and tapping your head at the same time kind of game or is it like does do they find the magic so that's really the question for me you know, it seems like it has really good flow like i, I like Maybe it's not quite uh, Jet Grind Radio, but uh, it's, you know... like it Well, that's like hard. It seems like it's a it's, shitty design problem, like, to be... Like, it's just... Maybe that's tuning yeah, this, this, this guy played, played it, so yeah. why don't you tell us what about it? it? No. So, uh, so, yeah, so I played, I played the single-player and the multiplayer part of it, and you're absolutely right. It is really tough to get both of those things going at the same time. And, and part of it is that I don't really know the controls, but... It is. It is. It is really hard. One things that one of the things that's not that's nice about it is that you can basically you can start those grinds and then you can you can kind of like flip back and forth. So you can kind of reverse your directions. So you can mm. keep doing that. So you kind of forget about it. And, but you, I mean, you do have a height advantage, which is nice. But it is really hard to get both things going together and working. Or at least in that crazy way where you feel that like you're a little bit out of though. control or like woo, you know, like. <laughs> I played multiplayer today, and I found myself, like, trying to get up on, like, rails to grind things, just thinking, like, I need to do this because that's what Insomniac says you should do. But I found myself, like, I'm just going to stay on the ground and, you know, keep shooting things. Wait, so the multiplayer, it's co-op? Or are you I, I against it's co-op, right? Okay. Yes. So it's all you, PvP? It's everybody's... not, like, deathmatch or... Right. Fighting okay. enemies, okay. Uh, and it's kind of... It's, horde it's like mode. horde mode. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You're basically defending a couple... Um, Base spots. And, yeah. So it doesn't kind of take over anything for you because, like, their kind of style in the past has been a little bit like when you're doing one thing, they'll kind of no. lock you on to something and they'll they'll simplify so it so you're not tweaking it and stuff before. For yeah, sure. that's true. Yeah, actually, no, they they really give you a lot of control over over how you play mm-hmm. and like how your character looks and and like your your weapons. Like the the, the weapon selection is really strong. Do they have female and characters? They do. Yeah. They yeah. animated those. Wow. All yeah. 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 They managed to animate those. We don't need to go in there. How do they manage to animate those? Do we want to race? Phantom Dust! Yes! Was that any big fans here? Where's that Microsoft money? That's how they did it. Phantom Dust had one male and one female character. Are there any fans here? Because I'm not. But I feel like we should represent Phantom Dust. Yeah, I'm doing a few Japanese games. I don't. I never was a part of that whole thing. We do have a couple of friends who are like crazy about it, right? Yeah. Ryan Payton loves that game to death. Um, A very weird IP surprised a lot of people. Uh, You know, you got to reach way back original Xbox, and they weren't confident back then. They had had Majesco publish the US version the first time, but they're going back in. Well, this is this is what's great about like when when somebody's on their heels is they're like, like, yeah, okay, we'll give you the thing that you want, which is Phantom Dust and Crackdown. And Nintendo's like, look, we're gonna work. We're gonna find out some way to get the gamepad working, right? And we'll make Star Fox for you if that's. Hey, yeah, Chris Chris Kohler said that to us today when we were chatting. When he's like, Panic Mode Nintendo is the Mm -hmm. best Nintendo, and it's it's, Microsoft Panic Mode, right? Exactly. And And then Sony will show you Vibrivan, but they're not. That was. That was weird fan service that did they just did not follow through. It, it was, was so, like, like it was like yeah. remember anyway. Here's this guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, like, what like, the fuck? Like, it would have been a million. Like, I was like, Vibber, but yeah. Just like, yeah, 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 tell yeah, me more. And then it was like, check out this guy. The insanity that Ribbon got, like, almost a minute on the screen at a fucking major press conference in 2014, though. Like, let's just. Yeah, I was like, yeah, okay, that's awesome. Am I wrong? That game never even came out. No, it never came out. I don't even know if Sean Layden knew that. Like, he, you know, he's from the UK and Japan where it actually did come out, right? That never even came out in the West. Most yeah, of us have barely even played it. Yeah, like, and it's a really cool game. Yeah. Yeah. Who, yeah, who didn't think it's... it was going to be like, oh, and go download it now for free, everyone, or something, right? right yeah, and they just, like, they just change the subject. It's like every game now, it's like, oh, look at, wait, did download it now? now? No. The EA Steam doesn't show Microsoft, the Spark, is it Conker's? Bad Fur? Yeah, okay, so. If you want to talk about, like, an old IP that's been resuscitated to questionable. I give it to Conker, one asked it. for it. No one wants yeah. it. Like, put it back away in the fucking box. <laughs> I think that was the last thing Don Matrick did before he left. Where Conqueror visits the yeah. museum. Arcade kids. Yeah. Respect. That's no, amazing. That, I don't, that's I don't know that's that. Bubsy, actually. Oh, yeah, it is Bubsy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say. <laughs> Bubsy and Conqueror. Bubsy. That's basically the same. Pretty much the yeah. same. Yeah. You know it's bad when you're like, oh man, yeah, Bubsy, with respect to him, but you other thing, like, fuck it. So, like, in I will say that, like, you did pull the <laughs> you did pull Bubsy, that on us, but you, you gave us a bigger Fandango, and that's yeah. That was that yeah. was so that was yeah. a huge legit surprise. People shocked. So let's talk. Let's talk, let's talk about it. Uh, yeah, I tried to say <laughs> that shit. I did. I really did. Yeah. No, we can't really. <laughs> they did say it was going to be remastered somehow, yeah. though, right? It's not going to be the same. It's not going to be just the same game. And it's emulated. not just PS4. It's it's also other platforms apparently. According oh. to right? Didn't they say Greg that? Rice of Dolphine? Can you confirm? Greg Rice quickly. Going back yeah, through, no, you can look at Tim's Twitter feed, and he, he did. <laughs> That's say, what I'm saying. I think Tim, Tim, yeah. Okay. Uh, but I think it's just like that was something that. Well, man, we've been working trying to get that to happen forever, and it's awesome that it is. I mean, Tim's been working for 15 years to get that back, right? And so the fact that people can play it, it's probably my favorite game of all time, and. I know it's weird because I work at Double Fine. We're making it now, but um, I played it long before I worked at Double Fine, and it's I think it's a magical game, and a lot of people can't play it. Like, I never, no I never play played it, it because I wasn't playing PC games at that <laughs> yeah. time, but I saw it and super interested in it. So like, this is I am yeah. the total target audience that is like, oh, cool. Like I always yeah. kind of yeah. wanted to. It's my favorite game that Tim's made, and I just think it's such a good like. It was like. His last adventure game at LucasArts. It's beautiful. Like it's super stylish. It's smart, and the writing's amazing. Yeah. It's a pretty long game too. It's, it's meaty. pretty meaty. Yeah. Um, and I just like yeah. It was, was super well received at the time too. I remember at the time, same here. Like I wasn't a big PC gamer, but I like worked at EB, and like everybody around me was super psyched about that game. That was a big yeah. deal for PC gamers. It was back a game then. of the year. It was, also, it was also really well received at this at the conference. Like I think oh, yeah. it was one of the most like genuinely heartfelt. Like yeah. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Well, and it was a total legit surprise. Yeah, like, I it was. was. Surprised. It's nowhere. Like, I think yeah. The response the game was, was dead. really, yeah. was like really big, and you know, like the other stuff they were showing was like, yeah, cool, great, and then it was like, boom, smash. Yeah, and I went to. Uh, I went to Buenos Aires with Tim Schaefer. Uh, and I saw that you us. mentioned uh, 84 in yeah. your speech. Thank yep. you very much. We did. We did. Yeah. Love you guys. <laughs> but so Tim gave his. Tim gave his talk and immediately got mobbed by like 600 Argentinians. Uh, and the reason why he got mobbed was because uh, all of his old adventure games 
played a huge... Like, those were some of the few games that got brought over. Mm. And it was a lot of the amazing independent scene in Buenos Aires started out of... Yeah, Tim. that was me, actually. Like, I was in college, and I'd always followed games and read up on them. And, like, Tim was one of the names that you first would hear, like, as a creator of someone who makes video games, which I just didn't know was something that was possible right. when I grew up. And Grimm was the one that, like, came out right when I started college, and it was the one that was, like... People made this, this thing is like a work of art and is genius, and there's people who have jobs doing this, and it, it was a game that made me like start <laughs> That's why you drop about, out of med school. And yeah, eventually it really kind of was. Like, that, <laughs> that, the fact that we're making it yeah. again. I, mean, just, I just, I just, I love Crazy. the idea of people in like Argentina and all across Europe and all across North America, and just people kind of everywhere being like, holy shit. I love that game, yeah. and I actually get to like play it on my sixty-inch like insane screen uh, in a, like an actual updated version. And look nice and like, stuff. Does this mean anything for? Because Tim's talked a bunch before about trying to get back a lot of those games, like his old games and stuff like that. And does this? Could this mean anything more for things, or is it like, well, let's try this yeah. one if it's popular? Or is that yeah, something no, you guys are still interested forever, in? Right? Like he, he, yeah. he's like that was the reason he formed Double Fine, and he's been so particular about keeping his IPs ever since. Is that he like he knows that it's very possible that if someone else does, they'll go into a vault and no one will right. touch them and they'll never come out. And he wants to be able, like we care about the games we make and want them to be able to be played for years to come. And um, so that's why like he's been so particular to own Psychonauts and Brutal Legend and all of his right. games since then. Um, so yeah, I think that the hope is if it does really well, we can show people that these games are you know still right. viable and and do more of it for sure. That's awesome. I think the worry when Disney bought the Lucas stuff that there was there was this worry that they won't care. It's just gone forever like, now. Yeah, right? exactly. Right. It's like they don't get up out of bed out of the morning for less than you know fifty million dollar <laughs> whatever IP or something like that. But that's awesome that and I guess Sony was a big part of making it happen. Yeah. The fact that it's coming out on. On their stuff. Yeah, our CEO Justin Bailey and uh, Adam Boyd from Sony and oh, Donovan by the way, I just Disney. wanted to point out that uh, the CEO of uh, Double Fine is called Justin Bailey. I know, yeah, yeah I, know. <laughs> I know, I know. He's talked about that on the documentary before, I think, or something funny. like that. Yeah, yeah which is pretty amazing. And he didn't but... change his name. No, no yeah. he was born just. <laughs> that's his real. Name. I'm yeah. sure they. That's his real name. That's why he's in Metroid. Was he born in 1988? Right, based on this. Yeah, I thought that was. I thought that was his story. Like, he told me that. I, I, I mean, he told me that Bailey is like a slang for bathing suit or something. I've heard that. Yeah, that's so, what I heard growing yeah. up. Was right. where that came that was, from. That's the yeah. thing that Justin people Bailey. trade around. Does, but, does he uh, own a Narpus sword? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Just yeah. Bailey. Yeah. I'm making some very <laughs> rare, subtle. Metro. Now you have to yeah. explain <laughs> it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Just anyway, to, those yeah. guys have been talking about it for <laughs> yeah. like somebody on the podcast now, and it's been long in the making, and so it's awesome that it's actually cool. Cool. So it's good. Uh, back to like all the talk we were talking about, uh, Cuphead and Inside and stuff like that. It's good to see Microsoft swinging back again on the on the indie side uh, this year, like with a lot more stuff. It felt like this was their kind of coming back. Their answer to last Charla, year, yeah, Charla, Charla, man. Charla on stage. Yep, that was yeah. cool to see. But you know, you guys also it was kind of nice last year. Below had the sweet spot, the, uh, the the spotlight on you guys, and you guys are there in the indie booth. We got to see the game a bit. So you guys are here. You guys pretty much own PAX East. Totally. Booth below. We shared a, would, we shared a booth that. with them, and their line was like in front of our games the entire Dude, time. Dude, well, how <laughs> would you not say that? Like, that's from everyone that I heard at PAX. 100%. It's like, it's yeah. true. 
Not from him, though. That's right. He's I very know. critical. Oh, yeah. Chris will never say that, even I, though he was totally amazed by how well it went. I, I, I feel pretty good at PAX, PAX East. Uh, yeah, the and here too. Super well, but yeah, yeah, it's it's been a. I mean, it's it's pretty interesting for us because we were on stage with Microsoft at the press conference last year, and then ID at Xbox happened, and everybody we kind of talked to Microsoft and said like, hey, if ID at Xbox had happened, there was no reason for right. you know studios to be public because they were not funding the game. It was all like we own the IP, we funded the game entirely ourselves, and they were like, yeah, totally agreed. Makes cool. Total so sense. it's like, yeah, okay. And so, so, and because, like, for us, like, the reason why we started working with Microsoft was because I, we had known Charla for many years before he worked at Microsoft. Like, right, sure. He was a friend of ours, and, and I genuinely trust and believe in that guy. Yeah. Um, and so being able to, to, like, talk to everyone from Phil Spencer all the way down and people be like, cool, yeah, it makes total sense for Below to not be Microsoft Studios, but to be ID at Xbox. You want to put it on PC? Awesome. And so now it gives us a chance to launch it on Steam. It gives us a chance to, to bring it to other platforms if we wanted to. And the fact that, like, this was not something where we were, like, beating them down and they were, like, right. fighting against us. It was, like, what's best for the studio. It makes a lot of sense. Uh, I, You know, they they do... They've done a lot of stuff where I, I, I am kind of amazed at how much they have our best interests in mind. And yeah. being able to, like, being able to put below on steam is extremely important for our studio yeah it's ex like it's an audience that i feel will respect that game i think there's people on that platform that will understand what we're trying to do not saying it right. won't be on console as well but yeah. but i think maybe even more so there will be on pc and so uh yeah and i mean i were kind of hiding in the back corner with the indicate crew with with uh with greg and, and some delphine games and it's not like this big massive showcase insanity and that's exactly what we wanted right i mean microsoft was more than happy to mm -hmm. uh, give us lots of boost space and in, in our opinion it was just kind of not the ideal scenario for playing a game that we hope people will be able to come and sit down and play for an hour we had a guy play for an hour today are you serious like a, a whole <laughs> and people Do you really want people to play for an hour or at like half an hour is it not like okay guy well, <laughs> so I, I started like saying to like there was a couple of journalists waiting yeah. in line i'm like i'm really sorry about this yeah uh, like, but I feel really bad kicking people <laughs> off, and and for us, it's important to see people play it through. Like, nobody plays. Are you the watching? Game for Are you hovering, Chris? Are you? Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm like, what, what I do, like, what I basically, I kind of like get someone going, and then I immediately like eject out of the situation and walk around, pace <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. back and forth. And then, I, then I actually like today, I was actually like looking at people playing from like across the booth. And <laughs> <laughs> which, which is, is your guy like, is like that big in the first yeah, place? Yeah, must have really see, been. See, Chris like, even knows he can just feel and then it. Yeah, come back and like, you know, yeah, he puts on a blindfold and yeah. just and he just comes and touches like, it. Yeah. okay, you're done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're yeah. terrible. The, the guy who played for an hour, I, I apologize to the people waiting in line, and they were like, "No, man, that was awesome." Because he got cool. really good at the game, and people were really. That this guy actually got to a section of the game that we had that no one had like we just unlocked for the the E3 build. No one had ever played it outside of the studio, and we're like, ah, nobody will really get there. <laughs> uh, maybe yeah. they will. And yeah. this guy got there, and the whole crowd of people that were watching were actually not pissed that they weren't playing. Dude, they, that's like an amazing experience that never happens at like 
big trade shows. Yeah, like, where you go say, to the arcade you never, and you're like watching. Yeah. I remember this that. Where it's like, so good. It's a game I like to play, but there was like a maestro on the game, and you, right, yeah, you don't want to even mess with like, You just want to watch. Exactly, watch exactly. It. Yeah. And like seeing those guys at trade, because you know, that was most people's first time playing whatever game. Or yeah, that's super cool. Yeah, it was a it was a genuine genuine E3 highlight. So can you guys talk a little bit just about where Below is in development? Like what is so the you guys have the game set and now is it like fleshing out areas and enemies and stuff is there still a lot of balance Chris going off the deep end where uh, is it well right in now the, the, the majority of the work that's left uh, ahead of us is, is world building uh, so we've kind of uh, I think we're at a point right now where the, the tech is locked uh, the randomly generated levels are kind of they're, they're all working and uh, the the combat and the feel of the game feels good. Right now, the main kind of things that's ahead of us is, is uh, like the inventory and and fleshing out the rest of the world. Okay. Um, so that's that's sort of where we're at. Right and that, now. the interesting thing about it for us is that like we don't know how much that is necessarily. I mean, we don't. Yeah, I mean, there's there's like a crazy version of it where you know I'm gonna work on it for like another like. 25 years more. <laughs> like, Leave it like, to your child, yeah, to your firstborn. Like, like, take it from me. Here's, you must complete this, it. Finish this. Yeah, right? So there's Bible. that version of the game. <laughs> there's that uh, version, and then there's yeah. Nathan's uh, version. I'm looking at There's also my version. I do have another version that's yeah. like a, a neat, like, you know, this is how it works. This is what, this is what you do. This is how far you go down, whatever. What are you guys saying when people... when for date or 2014 for... 2015 okay yeah <laughs> that's, no. a, no, that's, that's like one of the shittiest dates I've heard <laughs> yeah. like, Dude, ever. nobody that's, even says that, that. Is a they just say no that's date a, if that's it's a year 2014 I'll give you a year yeah, yeah 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 we, we have some ambitious plans for uh, for the release and some interesting ideas of how to approach it uh as far as like the Chris actual says interesting, day. but they're actually fucking bonkers. <laughs> in, a, in a good way, I'm really excited about it. Uh, I'm excited about it too, but uh, but there there are a bunch of uh, question marks about uh, the the actual dates that it. Sure, done. it's because like we more we're really like hardcore about letting a game kind of have the time to be figured out and right. Like, Time Force was a, a perfect example. You seem of that. like you learned your lesson there, where like you had a date and then you moved to like actually we're just not going to have a date, yeah. right? Because eventually, because we done. We when it's genuinely done. thought that we had something interesting, yeah. and then there came a point where everybody's like, eh, it's, it's, "Maybe it's okay," and then like Chris was just like, "Guys, we're all thinking that it's kind of okay, and kind of okay is not good enough. Let's think about this again." And then in two weeks, we kind of. We call it. We, it was one of the craziest things that we've ever done. Chris <laughs> came up with like a concept for changing the time rewind. Right, that's and like right. Two weeks yeah, later, yeah, we right. showed it at PAX, and we were up all night uh, finishing a build the day before PAX. Oh, you guys changed that like right before a PAX? Oh, immediately. It like four days before. That four game days before. turned out fucking awesome. I love that game. That Agreed. game is so fucking good. I unlocked. Squirty this hair. Guy, this motion, guy right? motion carried, man. Yeah. Seth is Seth is in the credits of that game because he gave the most meaningful feedback at a time where we needed meaningful feedback. Really? Totally. It's like nice. guys, you should for the one of the most important pieces of Seth's feedback was like, this game is stupid. Make it stupid. Like, right. Right. Like, don't be, <laughs> be, totally, be totally okay with the fact that it's stupid. And in then, that vein, I unlocked. You guys were so apologetic. It was so rad. <laughs> 
bad like at the beginning and yeah. you're like well this doesn't really work I'm like that's the best part yeah, totally yeah. it doesn't you work did, you beat me down pretty hard about oh, that but it was so genius like, make it dumber make it dumber you so good it that, was so good so I unlocked Squirty Harry right before the final boss <laughs> so Squirty Harry for people who don't know is like a, a piece of shit that has a like a magnum a, magnum, yeah, a, a giant magnum, yeah. pistol yeah. but then also farts and can light the farts oh, on fire also, yeah if you shoot the fire with your pistol you can which is actually I don't know very it's powerful, powerful. it's very powerful it's, right? it's a very powerful so, against that final boss I thought that's like, your segue yeah <laughs> I found I this great thing it's, and of course it's, it's making fart those... noises the entire yeah, time and, and so, different ones like they, yes. they're, con- they're, they're all and so you're watching the replay and it's just like it's a CA it's one of those things you laugh about it and then you don't laugh about it for a minute and you start laughing again about it it's just like it never stops being funny fart noises this is like we're going full circle back to conquerors and shit bosses it all came from Conquer. I mean, all great game ideas. I've been trying did, to find but... a good segue into the order, and that just like totally ruined that. So, so what, hard. what was it like seeing that up on the? So you you uh, served some. You worked at Sony Santa Monica for two years, something like that. Okay, yeah, yeah. and you were on the order eighteen eighty six. That was one of the games I was working on. Yeah, and, and Ariel and is still at Sony Santa and Monica, no and she's got a lot to talk about. And the order. So here. she will tell you nothing. But I think that team is super, super Rad is so smart good. and like they care a lot. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna yeah. They're like I think a lot of people, because they made the best PSP stuff, it was easy to miss the caliber of that studio. It's easy to like mm-hmm. like oh they made they made some really to good write PSP them off. Games. Yeah. Yeah, you're and the, it's like the they actually dwarf. made stuff that was like way past what you should have been able to do on that platform uh, and then I've, I've heard a lot of people describe it as uh, Gears of Uncharted right <laughs> and like that's it's funny everybody laughs when you say that but it's like that actually kind of sounds cool <laughs> have any of you played it uh, I've seen it. I've oh, seen yeah. it being played. That's Mike. the one guy here we brought on who actually yes. played games. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. What you Tell us, uh, wait, I, you play video games? Yeah. Crazy uh, for a living. Oh, what? I don't, uh, that's right. <laughs> I don't do this bullshit like make video games. Like, that seems like a waste. You of have time. the yeah, coolest job too. Yeah, yeah like you tell me. The worst. <laughs> yeah, I have weekends. Yeah. Once upon a time, that yeah, was us, right, John? Yeah. Uh, no, I played it. I, I, I played it uh, before E3, <laughs> and I played the. I guess the section maybe they're showing at E3, which is like you're kind of using that uh, thermite gun. Yeah, that thing's a lot of fun. Like, well, explain surprise. what that is. Okay, so I'm not sure it's exactly I saw that. like the part with the magnum mechanic. Oh, yeah. okay. That was so, that segue. Segue. I get it. Please, but so the knights, Mike. the knights of the order, they turn around and fart on um, thermite. Gun. <laughs> no, it's it's this it's this gun. So yeah, the the order is is essentially a third person shooter, right? Um, but one of the guns that they, they've been showing is this thing that's called the thermite gun. And what it does is it shoots this like cloud of dust that you can then ignite with a flare. So it's like you shoot the dust, and then you shoot the flare, and the thing explodes. It really is like the fart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought you guys were fucking around. No, but, no. Okay. Um, but yeah, it, and I feel, it, it feels really This is good. an actual segue? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. Uh, it feels really good. It's it's a fun like it like it shouldn't be as much fun as it is. Right. But it, it it's really good. Um it it's a real short demo though. Like you only do a little did bit the, of shooting. Did the did the QTEs uh 
because in the footage they showed, it looked like it segued into like QTEs and then right a little bit into gameplay, a little bit, and yeah. back and yeah, forth. Yeah, it was like, like press that. triangle because I giant. can say it and they're not. Yeah, way beyond QTEs. Oh, so. yeah, they saw yeah. next, next, next gen QTEs. Next gen QTEs. All right, beyond QTX. Yeah, somebody register that tweet that right now. Tweet it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Way beyond. It's good. Uh, it's people, people talk. We better start heading towards the finish line. I think. Yeah. What we're are coming we coming up on? We're coming up on just. We're just shy of two hours. Shit. All right. Well, uh, did we miss anything? What do we, other highlights? You guys talk about how we liked after that was in Microsoft conference, right? Actually, we did not really talk much about it. Yeah. Only um, because we talked about it in the past. <laughs> but Mario Maker. That's true. We didn't. Actually. Holy moly! Did we talk about Splatoon? We did, yeah, we did. Yeah, okay. yeah, that was very cool. Cool. Into it, Mario oh, Maker was great. Man, man. Not that yet. anyone expected did it not to be. Yet? Did you not yet mess with it? I actually we played, played it. it. Yeah. Okay. Is yeah. there game yeah. stuff in the, you know, World Maker as well? That's what I heard. That there's some gameish so like elements. Like Mario Paint, like fly swatting. There may be, but they stuff like that, like little light game elements in the actual simulator, which was like I don't know if that's fun or not, but it might be. It's a really crazy idea. The demo on the show floor was very limited. It was um, basically one level, which was essentially like one one of Mario as far as like length, and you could put in a bunch of blocks, you could put in enemies, you could um, you could switch between the art style of the Super Eight Bit and the and the new Mario Brothers, but you couldn't really do much else yet, right? You could you know undo the things you did. You got an idea for the mechanics, how you like drag the pipes up and you drag sections of the floor apart. You could drag anything and make it. It was like very Photoshop. You could and you could double tap to redo something, so you weren't always going up to the palette. Super user friendly. Button. There was like a you know erase button. You could hit a button and then play the level immediately hit a button and then go back to the editor. One super cool thing is after you do a level and then what is it? I guess if you die, it, it, it shows like a like a like a tracing of everything your character did so far. It's like a and super you can, meat boy like thing of your life. It's like a ghost image of you and what you did and how yeah. far you jumped and but everything. And it sounds a little bit like well, that's the point. The idea is to and you can't. You're not making it as high, and you can't remember how high the or the block needs to be for you to make the jump. You can just move it right. You can under adjust there, it based on so it. simple oh. and fucking mm. brilliant. Brilliant, yeah. Like that one movie. There was yeah, there's a, there was a lot of brilliant at Nintendo stuff. I'm just gonna throw yep. it like no, yeah. I was no, did I? Yeah, I was super. A lot of really strong stuff. Did just like, like make Skylanders feel really inadequate. Right. It was basically like okay, all these things that that they're doing with the same theme mm-hmm. is like somebody finally taking what they did, what Skylanders did, and being like, oh, well, actually, we'll make it way more interesting and way more about carrying you around, way more about. Like, this is mine now, instead of that this is just the same thing that every one right. of my friends And less has. about reselling the same... I mean, it's not maybe even the best commercial move, because it's no, like... it's super collectible. Because you can reuse the same figure yeah. in different games, it's, rather than selling yeah. you totally different things for mm-hmm. every and single one. The idea of... And I, I mean, obviously, like, Smash is a huge part of... of E3, right? I mean, everybody yeah. saw the massive, insane-ass lineup for the tournament, which is not surprising given its presence at, at fighting game tournaments such as EVO. Uh, it's it's a segue in here, Seth. No, I, no, I, Jump in anytime. Nice, man. Was I, I, was at, I was at EVO last year, and Smash was actually super, super hype. But it's amazing to think, like, I can buy a figurine, and all of a sudden I have that character unlocked in Smash... 
and then it's going to carry my stats into another game that plays. When it also bits. creates this that's like shadow fighter, right? That learns based on your style. So if you fight somebody all the time that's defensive, and he's like a, a turtle, or uh, yeah, yeah. that's what we used to call it back in like two, 1993. Never I, don't that that okay. I don't know what the turtle. I don't know what it's called now. I'm not, I'm not a. I know. I'm being judged. I'm being Dark judged. Magic. But you then Sandra's. when you train against him, you fight like that person, and your character learns against that style. And then when you bring them in as support, they will use the moves that are counter. To that, or you can have your AI guy fight by proxy against somebody else's AI guy. So there are some cool new ideas that they're doing. Yeah, honestly, it. like when I watched it, I kind of, I almost didn't get how far they were maybe going to take it, and then started talking to more people who had other ideas of like what they might be able to do with that. Right. Yeah, was... we barely scratched the surface. I'm sure. I think everybody, I mean, Microsoft, Sony, Nintendo, actually all had really solid showings. Yeah. I did not expect to come out of E3 feeling the most positive about Nintendo. Like, they had the least amount of games. They had the most amount of games that I actually was, like, interested in, which is, I don't know, it feels weird even saying that. Like, am I crazy? But, like, I actually came out, like, there's all... Mario Maker is amazing. Uh, Like, we talked about this a bunch earlier. Yoshi looks great. Can't wait to play Smash Brothers. Um, Splatoon. Did you see the Today's announcement? Oh, uh, yes, actually, we didn't talk about that. I personally am super excited about that. Intelligent Systems making a... Basically, Valkyria Chronicles meets like XCOM. What? Games. what? <laughs> yeah. Um, I have not had no, my internet no way. On yeah. Really? Yeah. So yeah. there's yeah. no video of this. They're going to show it tomorrow, thing. but they they showed it to uh, it's like, going to be playable on the show floor tomorrow as well. What? Oh, so nice. On the show okay. You and we're here. going to Hawaii. No. You totally <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> More hands on the trip. <laughs> um, I will be playing it tomorrow. Can I? Fuck! I'm actually. Nah. Yeah. So they talked. About, they talked about they talked about it a lot. They talked about how <laughs> they talked about how strategy games are, are uh, turn people off, certain people off for different reasons, and how maybe they can you know get those people in, engage those people by moving the camera down, getting them into it. And it was a lot of times it was like like yeah, like Valkyria Chronicles, like that's what we're talking about, right? And it did look like that. It's got a real like U.S. comic book style, which I yeah, it's got like Jack Kirby of, kind of influence. Yeah. What's, the, what's the time frame? Like what? I mean, uh, like where does Abraham it, oh, Lincoln? Let me yeah, say Abraham this, Lincoln. You are on a, yeah. a squad of elite soldiers that Abraham Lincoln has sent into <laughs> to, to fight aliens. To fight it's aliens, like a yeah. dream that I <laughs> like, like having the, intelligence systems make this fucking game that you're talking about is like a dream come true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you like earn steam. I think is like. Your your movement kind of points that you're building up and you spend it by moving around or fighting like you could kind of guess that you would do. I wasn't grabbed by the art style really so much, but the gameplay... It's very... It's all steampunk. It's very steampunk, oh, like, you know, American yeah. comic... Worst um, genre. So, you know, yeah. art style. Tell us anywhere else. Tell us how you've done. Yeah. Oh, I think steampunk is the worst it's thing not like, ever But made. it's not like brown dusters and like... No, it's... it's but it is going to be... Devi- it will book. be divisive. The art style for sure is going to either... You're either going to love it yeah. or you're going to hate I was it. Not it's, a it, looks a it, yeah. it looks a little young. It looks a little young comic uh, stuff, but... Hopefully, like the gameplay is there. Like the thing is, I have more faith in those guys to deliver like a strategy game than anyone. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, question. no, no question. question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's going to be there. It's, a, it's pretty like, interesting that they're doing that instead of the easy out of next advance wars. Yeah. Well, you know, they're they're a pretty big company. I mean, they could be doing multiple things for all we know. True. I mean, they they also did like Pushmo. They did like yeah. you know Mar- Paper Mario they're and all those things. Greatest. Like they they're, do they're a lot of stuff. So studios ever. Yeah. yeah, they're awesome. I gotta wonder about the decision to announce it on the last day of a show it for the first time. 
time on I the last think day it's of brilliant, E3. Though, it's right. because but also really crazy. They had, yeah. It sounds like a terrible idea. But yeah. they and completely owned the second... Like, that game would have, in the Nintendo Direct or whatever, would have gotten, you know, one part and it would have gotten... And then people are still talking about Zelda. People are still yeah. talking about this or whatever. Yeah. I kind of feel like, why aren't people using the second and third day of E3 more? Because... They, that's, that's true. Everything people gets were blown out in the first went down like, because yeah. of the people yeah, this knew is, this, this is way 3DS too thing was going to happen. This is a way too intelligent uh, idea <laughs> yeah. to have at this point in the podcast. You're making way too much sense. <laughs> but they, they said that too, and I think they they uh, announced what did they announce that uh, this morning they were like we're going to E three is like a three day thing we're going to stretch our announcements out. Well, they, they announced Fossil Fighters. Thing. For 3DS. That's right. I don't know. Do you guys know about Fossil Fighters? I don't know it's what a, that is. It's a 3DS is game. That, like, yeah. It's dinosaurs are. fighting. Sandor I mean, come on. It's dinosaur Pokemon, basically. I hear it's yeah. like the next Pokemon and like the hottest craze sweeping the nation. I don't know. I don't think it's going to get a lot of traction. I hear it has an amazing theme song and incredible <laughs> writing. An amazing theme song. I heard that, too. I heard yeah. that, too. So yeah. very what? talented people must have really, worked really, on that I haven't that heard any, anything really great about the writing. Oh. No? Not yet? No. Just play it. I see where this is going. I still don't get it. Can someone spell it? <laughs> so it's well, about time to wrap this so up. So maybe no. it is. Um, <laughs> can I can I just say it's Please. really interesting that uh, we've all been like we went right from Giant Bomb to here and everybody's making jokes and it's funny and stuff, but like holy shit, there was a lot of crazy stuff this E3, and there was none of those major giant like I feel bad for making video game moments. Yeah. And that's a beautiful, awesome thing. It wasn't horrendously know. cringeworthy, which yeah. is, like, so great. We're all, we're <laughs> like, oh, Sony's conference had a little dip and it kind of, like, lulled for ten minutes. And that's that's our criticism. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the worst that we've got. This was a hell of a good year. Yeah, for, they had their Wonder Book moment with the comic stuff and everything, but that was <laughs> in and out. Like, people dogged on, the, on the, the powers thing, but I was like, it's like, hey, here's another free thing for PlayStation Plus. No, totally. I just no, think the, maybe when you have a two-hour-long conference, yeah, and you yeah, can spend, yeah. like, two minutes on that. Well, I don't want to hear Brian Michael Bendis talk for, for 15 minutes. <laughs> no, it was no. kissing the ring of, like, Sony pictures yeah. and stuff. You can announce that as a cool but it, thing. But it really it's is, like, like... Everybody had, like, Ubisoft had a great showing. Yeah. yeah. EA we didn't talk about uh, the... The uh, New York City game. The Division. The, uh, yes, that the looked division. pretty good. Battlefront, did anyone talk looked about really that? cool. No, we didn't. And it's about about Battlefront. Battlefront. Right Battlefront. Battlefront. You guys must have talked about Yeah, we did. did. Oh, my God. They all over. They said all the right things, right? It's like exactly what we stuff No, they said exactly the right... It was almost scary. It was like, yeah, somebody had been reading John's Diary. Yeah. And put it right up on the big screen. So, wait, what was the New York one you were talking about? The division. division. Oh, of course, cool. yeah. 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 Could have done without the di- without the like fake dialogue. Did you guys talk about a bunch of Destiny? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. John's been playing yeah, Alpha. Talked about that a lot. Got us um, off code. Yeah. Oh, Central um, Killer Instinct. Play it forever. Version two. Fable. <laughs> we don't need to talk about Fable. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, we don't. Um, we don't do that. Costume Quest two. Halo. We talked about Costume Quest two for like an hour. I played Costume Quest. We talked about that for. I can tell you all about. I think these guys talked about. Of course, you played it. Did you guys talk about Evil Within? No, um, actually, did so anybody much. play it? I played the evil one. Okay, of course so. you did. <laughs> All right, so. The guy that played stuff. I want to hear about it because I hear really bad stuff and then I hear really good stuff so, and then I okay. hear really bad so stuff. So I'm the guy, I'm the kind of guy who does not mind a little jank in his video. Yeah. Game. So if your game doesn't run at a good frame rate or if you got some funky controls. Yeah, give me some jank. Yeah. Yeah. I, like, 
Uh, <laughs> so give me I'm some really, jank. Yeah. I'm going to make a t-shirt for you. Yeah. Yeah. You're, willing, you're willing to forgive some you rough edges to jank. go out there. Thank you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so I really dig the Evil Within because it, it like combines two things that I really like, which is Resident Evil and, and Silent jank. Hill. Yeah. Well, and Jank. And Jank. Like, sprinkle, like some jank Well, Silent Hill oh, inherently jank. is... Jank does. And Jank is... Oh, yeah. yeah. Silent Hill is... The middle name of Silent Hill. Yeah, is... The same word as Jack. So I really like it because it's got kind of like that, like gruesome, like body horror stuff that like Resident Evil has, and they've like ratcheted it up in a big way. But they also are not afraid to put this like ghost story hallucination stuff that that you would have in a Silent Hill game. So it, you know, I mean, it it is like essentially a Resident Evil Four like controls seem very, very much similar. To the that. next little step of Resident Evil Four, and or like, just Resident Evil Four, well, like Resident Evil Four. But then there's also some like Nemesis style unkillable enemies in it so you're like basically just like hauling ass trying to run away from things but then you know levels will change because you're basically hallucinating through the whole thing yeah and so like like you'll be walking down a hallway and then it'll change into like a bottomless pit because who really knows what's going on right right but it's yeah it's really good like it's got some great jump scares it's like controls really well it's got some weird like customizable weapons like there's this harpoon gun that you can craft like Mm. electronic or electric bolts and like like sounds like black. Like sounds like Mikami. Like what, are we, what are we talking about? That sounds, sounds like Mikami. It's yeah. super weird. Um, but Do you know I, why you're hallucinating all the time? Was that ever explained? Is it just like I, it's very much a ghost story? So it's like, like I just woke up one day and everything's crazy. But it's like there's, there's literally a, there's a line in in the game where where somebody says we're we're all collectively losing our minds. Yeah, and it's like oh, fuck, let's do awesome. this. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually pretty fucking. I like it. It's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that like the puzzle solving is weird because like you'll also like cut open <laughs> cadavers to pull out keys to open doors. So you are you getting this the silver eagle medallion and the gold lion medallion? But it's like it's so much more like like grisly graphic horror because you're. In this one section of the game that I play, you're you're basically going to these stations where the, there are these decapitated heads, and the brains are exposed, and oh. you drill into like particular parts of the brain. This is the Mortal Kombat development studio? It, it, it's, it's gross, but it actually it fits really well. It's not like as shocking as the Mortal Kombat stuff. Okay. So I think I heard about this. Are, are you hearing like the me- memories or something from the? You're people listening to you're... recordings of yeah. like one of the like the 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 guys who's performing medical experiments on these decapitated heads. And they're still alive for some reason. But yeah, so there's like all this weird, like, Mikami style, like, completely abstract puzzle solving things that happen. Um, well, it seemed like they said with that game, like, okay, all horror games, especially Resident Evil, are turning into Gears of War, so we are going to go back to just the straight horror thing. Yeah. Is it that? Or is it because Resident Evil 4 was the game that started this shift towards actually it was also towards his last action, game, right? So we never right. had a chance to continue to pick up and go wherever he was. And going it got taken to a crazy extreme with with Resident Evil Jesus five or five, six. six. Okay. Yeah. What was the last six, 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 six. I was like, yeah, let's not it's acknowledge like, I'm that. not a I'm not a horror person. I don't I don't deal with that very well, and I don't enjoy it very much. But that actually made it sound super interesting to me, and I feel weird that I was like, yeah, trying dr- to, like drilling her like right into people's brains <laughs> while listening to their memories. Like that sounds like a really is cool it, idea. Is it scary? <laughs> is there any suspense to it? Because I mean, like people were saying, oh, it's Resident Evil and Silent Hill mashed together kind of idea. But like Silent Hill got the scares right early. Like it, it doesn't lean as heavily on kind of like this, the like real tense. 
like jump scare kind of. No, no, it's very jump scare focused. Okay. But is it more gore scare than anything? It's more gore. It's not as like Japanese horror as Silent Hill, maybe, but uh, yeah. more a little more I, like I don't balanced know. Some with of Western. the art direction seemed very Japanese. That is the, well, the long-haired, yeah. uh, yeah. long black-haired yeah. spider creature Things thing, which fucking scared the shit out of me. Yeah, just like coming out of a fountain of blood yes. up on the floor or whatever okay. was pretty badass. That it, was very it, that Japanese. Can actually, but... like teleport. Oh really? Like, yeah, they like yeah. It's that's one of the things you can't kill and you have to run away from. Oh okay, okay. <laughs> that's see, another see, nemesis thing. Spoiler. That, I mean, oh my I god. Found the nemesis interactions in Resident Evil 3 to be horrifying. Yeah. On right. a level so that wasn't just jump scares. I mean, there were some of those yeah. moments here nemesis jumping through a window. But right. being chased by that thing from screen to screen to screen. Yeah. God Even when it wasn't yeah. there, you kind of knew that you know you're going around gathering herbs and bullets, and you're like knowing like shit any second right, that right. fucker is going to yeah. burst through with, the, with the gate. rocket launcher. Right, yeah. with yeah. tank controls is essentially you know <laughs> did not oh. make it any easier. And you had I'm, tank controls. Anytime at the time. anybody says Nemesis, I just think of Marvel versus Capcom three. <laughs> <laughs> That's my bad. Oh no, <laughs> the Nemesis totally that you did the story with them. Lego to illustrate it. Was, we didn't have the yeah. screenshots. Burned a Lego village. Yeah, we took pictures of that. I still have some of those pictures. Good old days. <laughs> um, yeah, we made Raccoon City and Well, we didn't have any it. screenshots of, of, of the game, so oh we wanted, he wanted to do a yeah, story about yeah. how the story played out, so he made he made little it. Lego dioramas and then set fire to it. Yeah. <laughs> Burned a lot of play school toys. Wait, that I, got to expense, <laughs> yeah. I got to expense all that, too. That was like right when I started the job. I'm like, this is the greatest fucking job ever. I just went to Toys R Us, and I'm like, just fucking throwing stuff in the cart, expense it all, burn it. Yeah. Michael Stasis's backyard. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so... Anything else? Xenoblade Chronicles, John? Do you want to chime in? On I that? think it looks great. That's I'm really jam. excited about it. Uh, it's way early. So. Hyrule Warriors. You actually I played it. Insisted on playing that, despite the fact that I was like. I am. Go- I admit I am going to buy it. In fact, I pre-ordered it because I want the crazy treasure box thing that they only sell in Japan. I I'm going to play it. Too. I like. Dude, it. it wasn't bad. You know, Dynasty Warriors. If you like you know, that Reggie. Game, Reggie, man. if you actually read into what Reggie said today on the live stream, he basically said Dynasty Warriors is crap unless you put it in Zelda. That, I mean, that's not exactly <laughs> what he said, but that's what. <laughs> Yeah, I might be mixing a word. He was like, "I'm not a guy who plays the Warriors games, but when you infuse it with Zelda, whatever." He basically said how I felt, which is like, if you turn that into Zelda, okay, I kind of want to play it, and it was fun. It wasn't bad. Yeah, you got to do more than that to get me on board. I, with a, it wait, wasn't wait, wait. Dynasty Warriors. It wasn't Warriors. bad. Made you pre-order. It was smooth. It had Zelda. Music. <laughs> no, no, no. I pre-ordered it before Super. I knew I even that far. No, no. Super. I pre-ordered it immediately. It, you know, the Zelda music, the Zelda characters, the Zelda field. It, it, it. Obviously, it's Dynasty Warriors. But you're not sitting there thinking, "Oh, I'm playing another Dynasty Warriors game." It just feels like a Zelda game with hundreds of enemies. Like it was, it was cool. I'll definitely play it. I wonder if it's made Toronto. <laughs> Koi's dead in Toronto. Oh, they are? Yeah. <laughs> after, after, RIP, after Super Brothers left, they just folded shells. Like, Nothing left <laughs> no. here. That's, what else? No, um, no before Fatal Inertia 2. That's Ooh. what. That, oh, I can't say that. Yeah. Fantasy Life is coming. Fantasy Life is coming. We talked a lot about that in an older episode of 8 4 Play. A uh, friend of the show, Adam, had played the crap out of that game. It's really good. It looks really good. Um, nothing about a Yokai Watch. Nothing, no. Uh, Ratchet and Clank the movie. This is like housekeeping now. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> Batman. Batman, Batman go. Batman, go. Batman, go. 
Spotlight. Spotlight. This is actually this no, 30 seconds, bam. I, I've only played one game this entire E3, and that's the Order 18. It was Batman. Oh, oh, God damn it. Oh, wait, Alien. Alien, Alien. So, Hold on. Alien Alien on Rift. Oculus. Yeah. Alien oh, on Oculus. Shit, they, yeah, they oh, man, oh, really? I did it wrong. Dude, I, I did it that's wrong. The, no, I, I think you need to graduate from regular Alien Isolation okay. to Oculus. Because I got killed twice in about... Ten seconds in Stop. the game. It. I was. I, I like. I must be doing that was it the, wrong. That was the nail the torch. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't get that. That was the number stuff. one. That was the yeah. number one thing that people told me. Like people come to the booth. I'm stuck there most of the time. We're in meetings. And I asked people, like, what's cool? And they're like, dude, I saw Alien Isolation on an Oculus. Awesome. Awesome. And that shit came through my chest, and I looked down <laughs> and I saw it. And, like, that, like, oh, Aliens is my favorite no, movie. Yeah, maybe. No, no, like, no, Aliens your favorite movie. Aliens. What? With a pl- with yes. A- yes. yes. Nice. Aliens. Yes. I'm going to, yeah. So, the, the a lot idea, of bro hugs and handshakes yeah, going on here. Yeah, you can't see it. Really. The idea of one of those, because <laughs> I'm so tentative okay. on, on that brand in video that's games in general. Right. Rightfully so. So, I love the Capcom arcade brawler, and that's pretty much it. <laughs> uh, it was broken, and that's why it was beautiful. Um, but this sounds... I mean, this is the first time in my like entire life that I'm actually excited about it. I Man really Man. dug the style you, of the whole thing. Did you run into the, any of the synthetics? In that oh, game. I oh shit! There's, I, oh shit! I haven't played. That's it. what that is because I I saw the trailer and there was people a... were talking to me about it and I oh, got okay. super hyped and now I kind of want it, but it's on Oculus, so there's a okay. 17 hour lineup. Yeah, now it's making sense because there was a dude walking around. I was like, I thought you were alone on this thing, but it's the no. So you're on, you're on. I think you're on a maybe a medical facility, but you're basically there's a lot of humans around, and they're all. I think everybody is basically they don't trust you. They oh. don't think you're out to get them. Or, or they're from like some other faction, but they're also synthetics who are wired. And it picks up oh. after Alien, right? Or... So it's between Alien and Aliens because oh. you're Ellen Ripley's daughter, right? And oh. you know she lives I did not know that. her whole yeah. life while uh, Ellen Ripley is in cryostasis. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right. So the it's which is actually like that's a great that's yeah, a really great good time idea. Yeah, yeah. It's a like kudos. And I respect that. There's not just one alien, or is there just one? There's just one alien. Just one alien. alien. All right, and you you can't ah, kill it, right? I that's so fucking awesome! I know, like this yeah. is so damn exciting to me, and I I I'm going to actually maintain my excitement and not get jaded about it. They really like the the aesthetic and the like that eighties video, video <laughs> and the, the CRT actually kind of makes it scarier. <laughs> it really really fucking works for the yeah. game. Like it just really, everything being lo-fi yeah. is like. Definitely makes it scarier, yeah. which is weird. But it's like that's how you saw the movie, and that's how I don't know. There's. Like I wonder if that emotion is unique to, to people sort of above a certain age, though. Like, we had to like remove the VHS controls from Super Time Force because people didn't know what VHS was. Oh, so, really? Really? Yeah, we were like, we were actually like, people don't know what that like the rewind button means. Like, wow. That's, mm. By the way, that's a scary Amy thought, McKillen, man. By far, best character in in the game. <laughs> Disagree. By far. Disagree. Are you gonna say uh, Joe Don? Very, very, nope. very good. Yeah, yeah. yeah very it's good. One, one of those Do you guys? Is there one that you're like, yeah, this is the best. We know it because we see the numbers. Just real quick uh, for no, people uh, playing for it me, now. Uh, uh, Do you like Joe Don? Uh, Lou Don Jin. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He. Uh, once you kind of master how the that's really hard to do. It's really hard to do, but once you get it, it's like it's fucking magic. Who's the best character? Uh, Sheila McLaughlin. 
Actually, you know what? There are major, major hacks in that game. Which yeah, yeah. Okay, I need to see some speedruns. I need to see some speedruns. Like I've watched Vic do a speedrun with uh with uh with just Shieldy. Yeah. And basically, like he figured out how to basically bounce his way to like the end of the God whole level, right, yeah. just like with one, just with him going like, one more. Okay, yeah, I need to see. I need to see. It's totally nuts. Like I, I, I would never be able to do it, but it's. It's crazy. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out uh, Stash as the best character in the game. Stash figure, yeah. Stash is Versatile. the Stash is the. Do I have Stash? Is he unlockable? He's a he's a late unlock. Late unlock. The best character. Where I need to get some Rebot. crystals. Yeah, too. Rebot is actually for real the best character. Rebot is the. Is the I have the most fun with Stash. Is that another late unlockable? Yep. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm but getting Rebot is like a robot sign. with Rebot. We could we could Rebot talk about punts. time force characters. <laughs> I, I would I would happily, and I think we should, but we should probably do that after <laughs> the E3 podcast <laughs> yeah. is over. So, um, I guess that's it. Uh, final thoughts? Anybody on E3? Uh, Nathan had his final thoughts. Anybody else on on this year? Any kind of? I'm surprisingly uh, happy with E3. Chris hates E3. Chris to be a general sentiment. E3, I think E3 is like the biggest monstrosity, and it's like a fucking weird showcase of like insane decadence. Of the, it's crazy. Yeah. And it's amazing how you can walk into E3 and see like the craziest spectacle ever. And just be like, eh, I don't care. <laughs> like, I don't care. Yeah. Like, I literally don't care that you just create, like, hung a tank yeah. from the fucking sky <laughs> and built a giant robot. Like, I actually don't care. That's my normal response. But this E3, I don't know how, but I've kind of, like, cut through and just kind of like, you know what? It's, I'm actually kind of happy with where things are. Last E3, it was kind of weird and dark. Yeah, It was just, like, too much. Mm. But I don't know. Cool. I think it's pretty good. All I right. give it a 7 out of 10. <laughs> 6.8. 6.8. John, uh, this is uh, your podcast as well. Yeah, uh, the only thing that we didn't think? talk about that I saw that I really liked, I saw about an hour of Witcher 3. Oh, okay. Which was pretty epic. Like, the there was a lot of... the, the In the demo they showed, they had you going into, like, one of the main towns. I'm not that, that familiar with the universe. That was another was, one where I was like, this is kind of Monster Hunter, actually, when they were doing the... They're hunting yeah, the griffin. That's a little misleading, because the game's not really like that. So you that's the very beginning of the game, and the sort of opening to the game is you take its head to this guy, and that's how oh, okay. this, this story and this one part unfolds. But you walk into this city, and it's, like, way bigger than anything in Skyrim. And, like... There's so many NPCs walking around and just going about their business. There's a fully functional port and the ships are actually going to other parts of the world and doing stuff and shipping cargo backwards. And all these systems are in place in the game. And then all the sailors get off and some of them are throwing up and some of them are going to the brothel and coming out with girls. And you could just like stand there and just Those guys are watch yeah. all this stuff going on. And it's just insane. Yeah. Watch design, man. It's like the, the, the amount of detail in it is just, and it's like this epic, like 100 hour RPG. And, yeah. But apparently, everyone has a Welsh accent. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's all—it's all like all the accents are really strange. There's now we lot, know where the voice recording lot, studio was. A lot of Welsh, a right. lot of a lot of a lot of Welsh and English stuff in there. But um, yeah, I mean, it was—I mean, it was also one of the only things I saw um, demoed on PC and very sort of openly demoed on PC. There's a right. lot of stuff where it's, this is next gen kind of yeah. But a lot of the sort of next gen stuff that is on PC as well, it's not. It's as a platform it's not being shown it's almost in a lot of places E3 is a console show this year mm. and 
the PC stuff's been sort of like pushed off to the side. That's a really interesting observation that I didn't yeah. think about, but it's totally true. Which is unusual given that so much of the sentiment in gamers is that, now you know, I'm kind of thinking PC, PC next, you yeah. know? Even for traditionally console franchises and stuff. I mean, you got Payday 2 just outside the West Hall, which is very PC, and because they're, they're teamed up with NVIDIA, obviously, but, you know, they're, yeah. they're doing DLC. and But there's not much else where they're going, you know, this is what you want to see on PC. Right. All right. Uh, do you guys want to say the really awesome blister on my foot? <laughs> yes. That's your E3? Is that what your is E3? Your summer, your E3 in it one thing? Yeah, I know. That would be great. Yeah. My do you, any, I might be able to top I, it. I, I think it was With something else on my job. Well, I kind of gave my, my, my observation on E3 earlier, which is that I think everybody did pretty well, and I'm surprised that I'm walking away. I, you know, you always go in really like hopeful for Nintendo, but you almost expect to be disappointed, and I kind of wasn't, and I'm, I'm still kind of processing that but I'm, I'm pretty stoked with a lot of are the things they showed are you hopeful for the your personal excited you're personally excited are you hopeful for like the future of the Wii U now uh, in a way that you weren't a little more than I was but I still like I said earlier much earlier I still don't think there's really a way to like make the gamepad uh, what they really want it to be like I don't think it's going to be but but that said like there's still enough games for me personally to justify it already oh, yeah, already kind of is, so. buy a Wii U for sure if you have yeah. like I mean Zelda alone is enough period but I mean there's just there's several games on there that I, I actually really want to play so yeah, I mean, yeah Mario I... Kart is amazing I'm still playing it but then everything else is coming Mario Kart's fantastic yeah Mario Kart's yeah, amazing so yeah, yeah I mean I, overall really good E3 glad I came I, I wasn't thinking of coming we came and I'm kind of glad we were here so yeah me as well. Yeah. Right. And how about you, Mike? Uh, I'm really just happy to have seen uh, Bloodborne played Captain Toad Treasure Tracker. Uh, and <laughs> game of the, your game of the year, your game of the show. Yeah, and uh, so it, like, no, seriously, like my get my games of the show are essentially those two, uh, and Alien Isolation, and then the thing we didn't really talk about too much was Evolve, which I think is yeah. an amazing yeah. game. Really? Uh, absolutely. So pretty, I'm man. Really Super excited pretty. for that game, having not played it at all. And, and there's so much they still haven't like, shown. I mean, it sounds like yeah, there's, yeah, there's, a ton there's like 16 character classes, yeah. 16 characters that they're going to yeah. do across the classes, five and five yeah. monsters. Oh, I, I, I thought it was like five. three. But I didn't no, know that. They've only shown two. And the new one looks awesome. The Cthulhu face thing going on. and yeah. But that's a game that I'm really excited to play, and I hope that I can find people to play it with because that seems like the biggest barrier on PC. Yeah, I, I think on PC it'll be great. The, and I like the way that they've like, the, yeah, the, the sort sure. of the way they're doing the job system where you're rewarded for doing what your character class is supposed to yeah. do, and the sort of side effect of that is you play cooperatively because that's what you're because you're following the rules as opposed to because I, I think you know we I'm hearing from a lot of people that there's not a lot of chat in co-op games like right and like if you play titanfall nobody talks in titanfall yeah yep it's a it's a lost that, that, art that yeah. talking <laughs> in multiplayer is completely like halo 2 i think was when it crested and yeah then, that's what i'm so worried about with that game is that like you have to play your fucking class yeah and you have to talk to people and but it's like one of those concerns i feel like what's happened with multiplayer is now i have fun with my friends and yeah. i only play with my friends but, right. but the other thing is i'm also really happy that all these, all these companies seem to be working on things that like they're trying to please the fans like the grim fandango thing is like that was that was like i think one of the biggest things that came out of the playstation conference was like sony doesn't need to like placate its fans but like that was such a fan-oriented announcement. Mm -hmm. Sure. That's really awesome. Yeah. 
Cool. All right. Well, yeah, we should wrap this mother up. So uh, thank you for everybody for being here. Seriously, you guys. Thank you. Yeah. Our, our nice last night. This is my first E3. Holy yeah, Wait, what? Yeah, Fires, this is our first. A whole bunch oh more. God. First. 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 All these Second. first ones. Well, I guess in the sense, yes, <laughs> that's right. Chris oh, is, Chris is always shit faced. See, you guys, we never, this is only the second time we've ever recorded on American soil. We you got your story on that now. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Earlier on in the show, it was the first time that it was recorded on American Soil. Well, the thing is, because I know J- while well, you guys did that, they recorded something back in Japan as well. This is the first 100% shot overseas. Uh, maybe they took so. some shit on at the end. <laughs> you don't listen to anything else, yeah, so yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, thanks everybody for coming out. Thanks thank you guys yeah, thank for you. listening. And, uh, yeah, thanks for putting up with us. Apologies for the audio quality if it's not good, because yeah. we have no idea. And, Two uh, hours and 30 minutes. Respect. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, We're not in our normal plush studio, um, as usual. We're just in a hotel room this time. Thanks, everybody, for coming on. Thanks, also. Let's be honest. It sounds really great. Thanks. This is my voice. Well, you sound beautiful all the time. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks also for Garnet, who uh, never came back. Yeah, that's but, right. Uh, so there was, there was a picture of him on There was a picture of him on Twitter sat on the Giant Bomb podcast, and Greg um, uh, Greg from IGN had taken his shirt off and was drinking a PBR. Yeah, that was uh, well. That was Greg Miller. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Although, yeah, you guys are. We did tell him to send someone in his place, and he delivered he a message. He delivered so, yeah. 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 So Respect yeah. to, yeah. to Garnet. Garnet will yeah. be back in next week. With we John. Uh, every Thursday. So yeah, just so everyone knows, this same show will be in two places. That's right. So it'll be on mining me and Garnet show and on eight four. So that's right. Many people. Yeah. Hopefully. Enjoy. And Please thanks enjoy. And uh, we'll see you on the eight four side in a couple weeks. Yes. Probably. Bye. Bye bye. I love bye. you guys. <laughs> oh, thank you guys. Adventures right around the bend, and the world's got wonders to spare. Prehistoric lore to restore and befriend. So get out there, go if you dare. If you dig enough, you'll see that power all that time. Wondrous and thunderous creatures to free. Hit the road and give us soar. It's your moment to shine. Alive. If you've got the drive, buckle up and race to the fossil frontier. Pedal to the floor and let the engine roar. Put it into primal instinctual gear. Delve into the ground, discoveries abound. Hammer drill thrills by the millions await. Look into your heart, powers up the charge. Dust away the past and grab a clean slate. Now's your chance, the future's your own. Don't let the present imprison your dreams. Make your life in the wild unknown. Go and be free. Adventures right around the bend. And the world's got wonders to spare. Prehistoric lore to restore and befriend. So get out there, go if you dare. If you dig enough, you'll see. There is power all that time. Wonderous and thunderous creatures to breathe. Please join me in giving a great PlayStation welcome to Powers co-creator and executive producer for the series, Brian Michael Bendis.
PlayStation Nation. It is an honor to be here personally, and we are so excited to officially announce to you that Powers has been greenlit two series from Sony Television and PlayStation. Thank you. For those of you who don't know what Powers is, Powers is based on the comic book and graphic novel series of the same name, created by myself and artist Michael Avon Oming. And it tells the story of Christian Walker and Dina Pilgrim, two homicide detectives that work cases specifically about powers. That means if the greatest superhero in the world suddenly falls dead from the sky, if the, one of the most notorious supervillains of all time is found dead in a gutter, that's their case. And Walker, Christian Walker, has a secret. He used to be a power. But now he's down here with us, having lost his powers, and it is his job to answer for those who cannot answer for themselves the dead powers of our universe. Um, some of these cases will be some of his oldest friends, some of these cases will be his longest running enemies, uh, but every case is gonna show us something new about our characters, it's gonna show us something about what we've developed in the comic, which is a pretty sprawling mythology of, about superheroes, and it's also gonna show us what a world with superheroes would really be like, how we would really treat them, how they would immerse our culture, how they would affect our fashion. And we're just immensely proud of it, and we're immensely proud that we're here today to bring it to your television. Now, I, I'm, I'm a gamer, I'm a game writer, and I know that gamers and comic book lovers, we love our genre hardcore, we love our genres to mash up and to show us something new, to show us something original. And one of my jobs as executive producer of the show is to make sure that the TV show gives us what the comic book gave us, that it has all the integrity and everything that we've built all there with all the authenticity that we can muster. Now, the good news is we have this great team behind the scenes. Our showrunner is award-winning novelist Charlie Houston. Our executive producer is Remy Obushan from Falling Skies and Caprica. Our other executive producer is David Engel from Circle Confusion, and they brought us The Walking Dead. Now, this relieves me to no end that this will be the powers that I want to see on TV, that hopefully is the powers that you want to see on TV. As we speak, we're in production, casting is underway, and all summer long, we're gonna have all kinds of announcements and teases and all kinds of stuff for you online. Uh, but just to give you something for today, Let's show you some uh, brand new concept art that just came from our concept artist. And I think it shows you just a little taste of what we're gonna have, which is like everything I love about, you know, gritty crime fiction and spectacular superheroes mashed up together for something completely new. On behalf of Michael Avon Oming and the producers and everyone working on the show, the writers, I want to thank Sony Television, I want to thank PlayStation, and thank all of you who have been so vocal in your support of the book for all these years and the idea of a TV show. We're coming to you on PlayStation. Thank you very much. Thank you. 